0: Welcome to the Broken Token Podcast.
1: Whitney, I know it's been a spell since you and I've sat down.
2: Hey, man, it's. I uh, hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope I did. You had a Happy New Year. Do we people. We people almost made it to Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I and, I think, feel, and I feel I, weird telling I, you happy
2: Valentine's Day.
1: I was stuck on, people talk like that anymore? Yeah. When I said it's been a spell. Yeah. <laughs> like you, go, you went right to Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's, that's the Whitney I love. <laughs>
2: wow, that worked out, didn't it? it? It did, it did, yeah. No, it's great to be back, man. I, it, it was, I, you know, seriously, it was nice to have a bit of a break over, uh, over the holidays, uh, not going to lie. I mean, it, it, Brent, it was just so cold over the, you know, over the... The holiday break, and then rolling into january honestly man i didn't feel like getting out all that much, so well, I was going to make a, this work out. I was going to make a note for our
1: listeners, hopefully they can't hear because we're having a cold snap now uh and some some people in the world, some of our listeners across the planet will yeah. say haha that's not cold," and others will say, "Oh my gosh, that's it's unbelievably cold.
2: Yeah, cold. It's very cold, but
1: it's been in the low thirty degree Fahrenheit range. Here in uh, wonderful Kentucky, yeah. the last few days, so yeah. it, there's actually a, a a heater, a space heater, forced air heater running down here just yeah. to kind of take the edge off. It, a ma- little it
2: bit. makes a difference. I mean, so, I, I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning and it was uh, 19 degrees. I'm, I'm taking
1: so, a I'm taking a picture because new show dog Hartley is actually laid out on the floor. Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's, and she's,
2: she's she's being bathed by the heat. She's, so she's laying in good. front of the
1: heater, yes. just just soaking it in. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's
2: doing better than everybody.
1: Hopefully that hopefully that isn't coming through, you know. Welcome back. Here is some noise. Here is yeah, exactly. some background, here's, here's some background here's a little, noise. A little
2: background noise. Yeah, so here is some ASMR that nobody wants to hear. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Whitney, I did have a good holiday. Hopefully really? you did as well. I I did. It was it was a bit of a different holiday, uh, just because the weather was so inclement, and uh, it, you know, Brent. I mean, here. It was. I mean, we were iced in for so for you know so many days over the over the Christmas holiday that it did impact our getting together and our travel and things like that. Um, and then, unfortunately, poor Grace, she wound up with COVID uh, here, you know, not, eh, a week and a half or so ago. And it's I mean, it's just been. It was a good holiday. Don't get me wrong; I enjoyed the time off, but it was a different holiday just because the weather just didn't cooperate we did everything time shifted by days and stuff like that so but it was still good so speaking of let's go
1: ahead and take care of this now go ahead and fill some time talk about the dog hold on i gotta jump up because i've <laughs> got this was too big to hide in the tempest oh my gosh plus it would cry and whine trying to get out and oh you is know, it alive it's, it's due to be fed So, <laughs> <hold on. laughs>
2: oh my gosh so so you're gonna start out with a present oh Brent, i feel horrible man Oh, dude, I wish you hadn't have, wish you hadn't have. Okay, well, I'll keep it. no, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, thank you, sir. That is, that is awesome. Oh my gosh. There's like, there's like, so stuff, there's like stuff in here. I was saying, well, of course there's stuff in there, Whitney.
1: <laughs> what kind of present would it be? There was nothing in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here's, here's nothing, Whitney. And you'll <laughs> like it. <laughs> Merry Christmas from the broke half the broken token podcast crew. Oh my gosh. Oh, by the way, I guess for people uh, that may be new to the show, we always do, we like to do a cold open, I guess is what you
2: call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to
1: episode 110 of the Broken Token Classic Gaming Podcast. Yes, and,
2: welcome back, everybody. We hope everybody had a great holiday, so. So, yeah, Whitney, that, I've amassed that collection of, now, this is ASMR with Whitney. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, I what think What does I, ASMR stand for? Um. Auto, uh,
2: you know, sensory. I don't know. I'm making I, this I, up. I, I, as I don't know. know. I'd, I'd have to look it up. It, it's like it, it's like the the act of it and the definition of it are the same. Oh, it's very it's very circular recursive. It's the same acronym. So I, I would I would have to look that up. So yeah. Oh I my for, goodness. Yeah, I forgot what was in there, Whitney. <laughs> oh! Oh, this is hilarious. That's the best book ever. Yeah, a little golden book. It's a children's television, uh, I'm sorry, a children's uh, storybook, and it's uh, I Am Captain Kirk. You know it. <laughs> you, you know what there also isn't? There's not an I Am Picard. <laughs> There you
1: go. And if there's going to be another one, it's going to be I am Cisco, and it's just page after page of him punching Q in the face.
2: (laughs) Oh my! This is yeah, this is hilarious. It's a compelling
1: story too. I suggest that you read. Oh, of course, I've read it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm very well read. Okay. I look great in red. (laughs) I am definitely that's, gonna read it. That's
2: that? old kids in the hall joke. That's if you awesome. get That congratulations. I've, I've got to take a picture of that. that that's that's pretty amazing. Oh, okay. keep digging, Whitney. There's okay. more in there. All right, I will. I will continue to dig, man. I mean, we're we're just a few minutes into the show. You got stuff to do. There's come on, chop chop.
1: Okay. I've, so I've, let's see what else is... I forgot all what's in that. Yeah, it's, it's
2: been a, a bit. Minute. It's been a minute. It's pretty impressive, man. Now oh. I feel bad that I just showed up to record. I know. <laughs> That's not what it's all about, Whitney. I'm not. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you.
1: The joy in it for me is watching you open the. (laughs) Oh, I remember that now. Go
2: ahead. Oh, (laughs) this is wonderful. This (laughs) this is pairs. See, it's one, two, one, two, three, four, five pairs of Star Trek uh, Star Trek socks, (laughs) and we've got like live long and prosper Spock on it. uh, Spock Spock socks. Oh oh that's cool we got a Starfleet emblem Well no red. it's the red shirts awesome. that's red shirt that's yeah. a red shirt sock it, it really is yeah i'll wear that when i want to go out on the town one night <laughs> Uh let's see there's some blue some blue Starfleet socks and uh, some, go, I guess the goldenrod yellow Starfleet yep. socks. Uh, that is awesome. That's, that's, that's the command socks. Yeah, it is. And you know, so, you know what's interesting about this? This is the original yep. logo. Yeah, it's original. It is the original logo from the unair from the unaired uh, pilot episode. That is that's awesome. Oh, okay. I, yes. I was thought you were going with it was because
1: like you got the gold color for the command and the uh that that's like the original
2: series type colors yeah uh, yes it is with the original with the very first original series logo Logo. as well yeah that that's that's pretty awesome so all right so we can we can move to the next thing here and let's see oh this is (laughs) that is a recent addition (laughs) this is this is killer And it is a, uh, wow. It's a 45 record. It's a 45 record that is encased in a glass display that you would then hang on the wall. It's the BT Express. (laughs) Oh, this is hilarious. That's the name of the band. That's the name of the band. Yeah. And and the title of the song is Give Up the Funk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's dance. Give up the (laughs) funk. That is is awesome. I I thought about...
1: um, I had thought about <laughs> plugging in my laptop so that when oh, you pulled that yes. out, I could. I'm sh I, I, had, I was going to look and see if that was on YouTube. Okay, and I, I just didn't have the opportunity to even go look, and then I decided to not do it because I thought the one thing that might get us a copyright strike would be or something that, somewhere would be, that. Would be yeah. BT Express and you know the litigious nature
2: of <laughs> their <laughs> management. Yeah, yeah, it, it would definitely be that. Wise move, wise move. Um, but yes, the the funk band, the BT Express, That is hilarious. Not that, to
1: be confused with the Broken Token Express. No,
2: no, 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 because we couldn't sing to save our lives. But um, I now I've got to find that and listen to it. Oh because, yeah, because yeah. that that then becomes the song of the show, is what it becomes. Now, this next one right here is uh, this is this is a box with <laughs> elf. Uh, Wrapping paper on it. It is, yes. And I would call that the most superior wrapping paper known <laughs> to man, because I mean, listen, who doesn't love Elf? I mean, it, it, you've seen Elf, haven't you? Uh, side note: uh, Type "bt
1: space e" into uh, uh, YouTube, and it filled out "bt express." Oh, it did.
2: So, oh, then it, then we're we're on it, man. Ooh, oh, oh, this is sweet, dude. So here's the thing we were just talking about doing like home office remodels and everything like that. This is going to work because this is, uh, if it would help if I talked into the mic, I apologize. (laughs) Oh, awesome. This is a super Mario wall clock and y- 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 you know what i may do with this brand what i may wind up giving this to grace okay because i think she would really like this oh, all right yeah, yes fair yes. enough you can that, re-gift that's that, okay that is awesome that is awesome yes yes thank you thank you it was give up the funk right give give, give up the funk okay there is a yeah. video
1: for that on youtube no oh, there and is i'm not gonna play it Okay, uh, but I'll make sure we get a link to
2: it. In the show notes. Well, I'm going to tell you that is the show title right there. So we give up, give up the funk. That, that's awesome, and we have, probably should listen to it to make sure there's nothing. Oh, that's that's <laughs> very true. Yes, that's very true. All right. Well, maybe it's not the show title, but we're we're working on a pending show title at this point. All right, we've got we've got this and one more item to go. So let me work my way through this. Let's see what we have. I tried to use the noisiest paper I uh, could I, find. I absolutely love it. It's it's awesome.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh,
2: that is hilarious, man. That that is a. That is a... It's a stud. It's, it's, a, it's a studded... It's a, it's a studded panther wristband is what it is. <laughs> you can take your panther with you everywhere. Yeah,
1: everywhere I go. Now, and you could actually wear that in your reenactment of Give Up the Funk, the music video.
2: This is true. This is true. Now, I will wear this while we are at Louisville Arcade Expo, okay? <laughs> so that's that's a teaser leading in. Now, Brent, the only thing that, that did give me cause... Or, I'm sorry. I'm, excuse me. The only thing that gave me pause was... Um, I read the back label here and it says lead safe, which, which I was like, oh,
3: oh, okay. All
2: right. Didn't realize I needed to be concerned about that. Um, and then of course made in China, but, um, but anyway, I, so it says, uh, it says lead safe. So I, I, it looks like I can give it a whirl that, <laughs> that that's, that's, uh, that's pretty funny, man. All right. Okay. And, uh, Slam dunk on that. Nobody heard that. I needed to move that bag a little closer. Sorry about that. Okay, so this is the last one. Oh, Let's I remember what, what that is. Here. Okay. You do you remember what I this is? I do remember what that is.
1: I think okay. you'll really enjoy that, and hopefully you'll find time to do something with
2: it. Okay, all right, cool. Ooh, this is... Oh, ooh, wow. So this is a it's it's called a metal earth delorean steel model kit no glue oh wow no glue required oh so i assemble this yeah
1: it comes flat packed so there's there was another company called i think it was metal art okay and they did a lot of star wars stuff and either this is the same company renamed because it's very similar or they took the concept and now this metal earth company's do, I'd have to? I've got a couple of Star Wars kits in the other room. I'd have to go back and look at the package. It was. It was surely. It was definitely a different name. It was metal something. Okay. But anyway, the 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 gist of it is is
2: it's all flat packed.
1: It, it, it is. I mean, and because it's it's what Whitney. It's probably looks like a gift card container. It, right? It does.
2: I mean, we're looking at yes, it's a gift card container. I mean, this thing is maybe a sixteenth of an inch thick, maybe. So,
1: all the parts are piled in there yeah. and then
2: it's all all the
1: pieces are stamped so you basically pull the pieces out I think you have to snip the pieces out of the the in in plastic term they call it a sprue Yeah yeah yes but you yes. have to snip the pieces and then um fold uh, that is, to make the shapes. That is really well. And then, uh, you know, I've honestly, even though I've got a couple of kits, I've not made time to assemble them. Yeah. But I'm pretty. I think it's all like tab and slot. So you put in the tab, and then you you bend the tabs you, you bend to bend actually the tab form down the structure
2: to, to lock it. Yeah. yeah
1: that is that's all. Awesome. And I believe that's actually if you look at it, I believe it's actually highlighted with paint too.
2: It's silkscreened where it's got. It does. Yep. It does because it has it has the um, it has the like the fog lights. It has the um, the reflective markers on it. And everything like that, it has uh, red brake lights, so it's got like the brake light lenses and everything like that. So yeah, that's yeah, it's there. So actually,
4: yeah, dude, that's awesome.
1: I'll put a link to that in the show notes so that people can see it. Um, I think it was <laughs> Metal Art was the other company that that I've seen that had done. Like I said, they had done a lot of Star Wars pieces, and I outside of doing a full color, yeah. Like if it was C three PO, the whole thing was like gold. Uh-huh. I don't recall them having any kits unless they did some later that that had the color detail that the Middle Earth kit has. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that definitely has the color detail on it. Like I was saying, so yeah, that's that's neat. That's one of those scenarios where. I, I can see you start on it and then you just work on it a little bit at a time. And it's like, okay, I've got 10 minutes. I'll fold some metal and, then <laughs> see, and then see see how far I can get. So,
1: so yeah, I'll put a link to that in the show notes so people can take a look at it. Um, yeah. I actually bought one for myself and it's yeah, and that's, that's the, the bag brother, the star Wars novel or the star Wars one that I have that I haven't had a time. I can't remember what the star Wars one, what, what ship it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the Millennium Falcon because there's a soft spot in my heart, spot in my heart for the Millennium Falcon. Like yeah, like there a lot of people have. Oh yes, you know? definitely, definitely. That and the USS Defiant. Yeah. I always thought the USS Defiant was to yes. me that was like the best Star Trek ship ever.
2: Yes, de- yes, definitely. It's it's a good one, very very intricate as well. I mean, especially if the Millennium Falcon is if it's got any texture to it at all, that that would actually be one to one to fold to fold up and. I wonder if a this half. company is
1: the – I'm not going to jump up and go in there and dig for it, but now that I just did like a metal model kit, Star Wars, and there's a Metal Earth, which is that same brand, mm-hmm. Millennium Falcon. So I wonder if they rebranded, sold, something like that, the company that, that I remember from a few years ago that did very similar models. In, yeah. Anyway, it's not it's not important at this point, but –
2: well, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to do. So awesome. Thank you, man. And I, I do believe Grace will really like that clock. I, I do. I think that's something that she'll, she'll get a kick out of And now. She's not going to get my socks and she's definitely not going to get my book. Okay. <laughs> she, so, and she might good. get to listen to that 45. Uh, maybe, maybe. Well, <laughs> it's got to be dad, dad approved yeah her, we, so, we, you know, how that like I said,
1: I hadn't had a chance to check it out, but we probably should check it out. Just in case there's nothing in it. <laughs> I mean, funny. it's, it's probably, it's, it's, pro- it's, it's older music because it's on a 45 yeah but you still but still you know. yeah
2: yeah you you just you just never know man you just never know well dude it is good to be back in the in the studio and recording again like i say it, it you know january uh january was just was just tough weather wise and then of course leading up through the through the holidays because our last show rent was thanksgiving actually yes so, it was. yeah man the time gets away fast doesn't it it's hard to hard to gauge that sometimes but we're back, and we're back with a passion oh yes, oh yes, so Brent what uh you know what what's the last two two months been been like for you man I I've mean, a, what, what you've been working on
1: I've actually had a fair bit kind of going on the most uh the most recent thing is is I just revamped my shop, so um my main workbench has basically been like a six foot uh lunchroom table mm-hmm. and I your classic folding, you know, your legs fold under kind yeah. of portable table. Yep. But this was an old school one. I mean, it is heavy as can be. I mean, it's it's not a modern, lightweight plastic one. It's a heavy wooden lunchroom table. And then what I had done years ago was I made kind of like a backer for it out of two by twos mm-hmm. and pegboard. And it starts like half half the depth of the table. And then wraps around in like a C shape and runs the whole back of the table, and then comes up the other the left, you know, right. It goes from left to right, mm-hmm. half half on the the short ends. I, I'm making it more complicated than it than it needs to be, <laughs> uh, but it's also integrated in that there's a, a a beam that goes across the top, like over your head, and I use that. That's where my light would hang from. So when I actually got my hands on an old school like office desk. Yeah,
2: I, I saw a picture of it and it looked like it's something that, that would come out of a principal's office. Yes, exactly. Yes. So
1: I've got, actually got drawers now. Yeah. That's So I've got tools that are, you know, much easier to reach because they're right there at my hip. So I'm taking, I'm, I'm at that point now where, you know, space is, every little bit of space it, is it, just... It matters. And, yeah. and to ease, ease working on stuff because I've got a, a stack of the plastic organizer drawers and i've had a hard time finding these this stack whitney is like four foot tall and it's you know some larger drawers at the bottom and then about halfway up it converts to uh, shallower drawers okay you can get those units now but they're half that height and they're i i've i looked not too long ago to try to find another set that's tall like that and nobody apparently they're out of fashion at this point regardless yeah. i'm always having to jump up get stuff so i've kind of streamlined things and my my little contraption that holds my light and has my pegboard <laughs> the dimensions of the desk are still the same except ha instead of having those soft rounded corners like a lot of the old lunchroom tables did this desk is squared off so and it's a little deeper even so yeah. i've gained a little bit of real estate and Gave me an opportunity to actually clear everything off, clean everything up, things that were kind of always there that were used more often than not that just had a place on my on my workbench. They now get to go in a drawer because I've got easy access. So I, I picked up some more real estate and. It seems like such a little thing, a mm-hmm. desk, but yeah. oh my but it gosh, makes all the difference, I, I've, man. I've worked on a few things on it. I'm like, oh, this just, it, yeah. the, it's like I've, I've stepped up. Yeah. No, you know, I've, I've gone from the old Chevy to the new caddy. Yeah. Well, it's that's, just, that's,
3: that's good. It's just
1: a desk. Yeah. But that, that's the most recent, most recent, recent thing. I think on the last show, I, did I mention, I've talked, we talked about the rally X before that we, I ended we had. up with.
2: Yes. Yep. Yep. Well,
1: this thing has been giving me fits. And uh, I've been through gyrations of multiple things. I've looked at the ROMs. I've, I've dealt with the Rams. I've traced through the board. And I, At the end of the day, I've got this random, unpredictable reboot. Okay? And there something happened in the past So, so the,
2: the game plays. And oh, yeah, just I can ra- play the game. Just, just ran, randomly just re- Yeah,
1: I, I've, had, I've had times where it'll run four or five hours and be just fine. I thought I had it licked. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's rebooting once every 20 minutes and then wow. once, and then it won't reboot for an hour. And then sometimes it'll, um, it'll just, it'll just give me random garbage on the screen. And then you can tell the processor still doing something because it's still pasting into video, uh-huh. the video Ram. Cause it's rolling just junk. Yeah. Other times it's dead. Huh?
2: It's Wow. And I have. Is, been, is that the only Rally X board you have? It is. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So, uh, and this is not even my game. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you've spent a lot of time on. It. I have. I'll give you that. I have. Yeah.
1: And um, um, let's just say Chris is a good man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the guy that owns it. Yeah, he's a good, good. He's a good we're guy. Good. No, that's a, well, you're you're doing him a solid. So,
1: so there's awesome. a one of the things I've noticed if if anybody out there has a Rally X or has any of these other. Namco games because Rally X, Pac Man, mm-hmm. uh, they're Namco games. Yeah, and you know, Namco sold to Atari. Pole Position's a Namco game. Yep. Dig Dug's a Namco game. Yeah, um, Galaga is an Namco game. That it is. Yes. So Bosconian is Bosconians well. is an Namco game. Yes, yeah.
3: It is. Yeah.
1: So you know the sync bus controller and VRAM addresser daughter boards that are on a Pac Man. Have you ever seen those, Whitney? The,
2: it's the smaller daughter. Board, it's the right? smaller yeah, daughter yeah, sure. boards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you, Do you know the history of those? I do not know. The short of it is, you have some history on those. Yeah, yeah. It's it's
1: basically the short of it is, is those were originally uh, proprietary ICs. What they did is they they had a handful of TTL logic, and I guess at the time it made more sense to have a dedicated chip that served the function. I think on a I think. I'm going to pull this from memory. I think you know
2: what you you have talked about this before on the show. I just oh, distinctly remember this. Okay, yes, yes. Where it, it was it was easier to build the function out of small out of multiple. Chips that that were lower cost than to build well, what, one chip that that did the well. Function. They
1: started with the one chip, yeah. But what I was told, what I've always been told, was once Pac-Man hit, they couldn't get that chip fast enough. I see. So they blew it back out to its individual Component, TTL components. Components, yeah. So I think like the 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 uh, sync bus controller, which is what controls the the bus for the program RAM that's addressed by the processor, I think that's like six chips. So they had that cooked down into one chip. They couldn't get them fast enough, so they designed this little satellite board that I plugged see, in I that see. provided yeah. the same Got function. It. Got it. So here's where I'm going. That chip, the sync bus controller, I, it, hopefully everyone can't hear studio dog Hartley. She's kind of wandering around yeah, here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna pet on her for a
2: little while okay. and see if that helps her out.
1: So. The, uh, this is, this is helpful for you too, Whitney. So the chip number is like NVS. I think it's NVS or N- uh, it's one of them's right here behind me, but it, the number is 285. Uh-huh. And then the other, on a Pac-Man, the VRAM is a 284. Okay. So Rally X, and I know you have a Rally X, mm-hmm. it has one of those chips in it. Okay. All right. So at one point in time, I suspected that that chip was problematic I went and dug out some of my Pac-Man parts and I take a 285, an actual chip, an original chip, stick it in, works. Okay. Okay. I'm like, well, okay, if his is problematic, um, I kind of want to hold on to my single chip. It's easier to troubleshoot a Pac-Man board with it. Because it's not this big mo- Mongo daughter card yeah, hanging over I, things I, I under, and obscuring the processor yeah, yeah. where you can't get like a probe on it. Yep. I kind of want to hang on to that, but that's supposed to be equivalent to this little daughter board. You plug that daughter board in and it works, but it doesn't work right. <laughs> it, so the, as soon as the game boots up, the video is correct. And then as soon as it starts to paint, like, the car going across yeah. where it gives, like, how to play the game. How to play it, the game
2: and the score tables it and it all that. It inverts at
1: 180 degrees. And then the car sprite looks like it's fading away like Thanos
2: snapped. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, and then That's a good reference.
1: Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, perfect reference. Yeah, perfect reference. And then when the game starts, none of the collision detection works. None of the cars, the, either the your car or the... Enemy cars stay within the boundaries of the lanes. It's like they're on their own track that you can't see. Yeah. So whatever is whatever wow. is in the chip, there's something different in the chip than is in that daughter card, and Pac-Man doesn't care.
2: Yeah, got it. Or and, doesn't use it. Or yeah. doesn't use it. Yeah. So
1: I guess uh, for anybody out there that's got Rally x I I don't know. Whitney is new Rally X. Is it the same board but a, just a different chip?
2: Yeah, I mean, excuse it, me, a different different ROM. Different ROMs. Yes, that that is now I'm going to caveat this. That's how I understand it. Now, I I have um I've never had a board with new Rally X in it, but all of my research points to it is just a ROM swap. Okay. Is all it is. Because it's essentially the same game just with some different play with some improvements to like the radar and uh just a different change in the mechanics as to how the special flag works okay. and things like that is the music a little different it, uh, the music is a okay. little different yes it is i yeah. had
1: i had i don't think i've ever if i had it was long ago played rally x oh yeah but i definitely remember new rally x and at first when i got this thing running initially i thought uh i had a sound problem because okay. it was the music was different yeah the, the sound effects were slightly different. Uh,
2: okay got interesting um Minute, but you you know for a fact that's not New Rally X. Yeah, it's though. not oh, okay. New Rally X. Okay, got it. Yeah, got yeah. It. I
1: pulled the 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 roms out of it and the master roms out of it and read them to make sure they were all good.
2: Yeah. Okay. Got
1: it. So yeah, actually, I went, reached behind me and grabbed grabbed it. It's and this is actually if memory serve silk screened on the daughter card on Pikeman Two. It's NVC two eighty five. Hmm. So yeah, if you're in that same boat, if you're I. I don't know if another Namco game uses that. I know there's a lot of other Namco games out there. And then there's those custom chips that, um, like the big thing that's kind of holding up, we haven't talked about this in forever, that pole position replacement board that,
2: yeah, that Adam Adam was working on. A- Adam Krochesny was working on. Yeah.
1: He was having to reverse engineer those Namco customs. I
2: mean, I, 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 do you think that's dead? Do you think that project's dead? I mean, when's, I, I hope it's not.
1: I I hope it's not either,
2: but... Yeah, I mean, I'm... It's been I'm, probably two years since he's done anything, right? Or at least posted. Or, or longer. No, it's been longer because I haven't heard an update on it since before COVID. Okay. Yeah, before oh, the I, pandemic. That so. was kind
1: of my guess when I said at least two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I'm going to have to look into that because <laughs> I'm just... You know, I, I'm, at, I'm at this point where it's like, well, what do I do with the boards or... um. I just continue to wait, you know. Well, I so. mean,
1: they're big enough. You ever thought about taking up snow skiing? Uh well, and no, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do well with that. <laughs> okay, all right, What's a thought.
2: I mean, it's, it's a good thought, but I just wouldn't do well with it. So,
1: I guess if anybody out there has any background on this and knows, um, I mean, I've moved on. I've actually think, and I'll talk about that in a second. I think I figured out what my problem is other than I should have never brought this game home. But,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good game once you get oh, it. Oh, yeah, I've had fun with it, it for it sure, when it's great, running. It is so challenging, yes. man. It, it, you know something? It's deceptively brutal because the first level will goad you into, it, it, this is good, I can do this. Yeah. It's just like And prototype. then it starts stacking on cars. And, and, then, and then it just stacks right on you like, yep. like it wants that quarter, it wants another quarter, and it wants it now. So yeah, if
1: anybody has any experience with this, like I said, the, the the 285 and its replacement aren't necessarily equivalent. And when I was testing the ones that I had, both the daughter boards and the actual chips, I slid out my, my pack right there behind you. Yeah. And it runs exactly the same with either in it.
2: The pack does? Yes. Interesting. With, okay.
1: with any of the daughter cards that I have and the actual original chips that i have including the one out of this rally x it runs just fine but rally x there's something in there if you don't have the chip version of it yeah. however it's whatever's implemented in the chip versus yeah. that daughter card yep um it's a no-go how about that and, and that might I'm be
2: something every day
1: that might be a hey we don't use this function in pack yeah. we're not going to implement it because it'll be cheaper yeah exactly. on the daughter card exactly yeah. um but yeah I, I don't know what other games are out there so just if, if you're ever in that boat, it, just keep that in mind. I mean, you can plug it. You can plug the daughter card in to test. Yeah. I mean it to to make sure the processors talking to the RAM and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, yeah, it definitely doesn't work because I tried it with several daughter cards. How about it? Speaking of too, if you're a Rally X fan, I printed a copy of this for you, Whitney, because you were pl- uh, kind enough. Uh, I, well, I was about to say you were pleasant enough. I don't know about being pleasant, <laughs> but you were kind enough to here, lend me your you manual. Yes the chart for the Ram errors in the rally X manuals wrong. There was actually, you know, it, that's not surprising either. So I printed yeah. the service bulletin for you. So when I give this back to you oh, eventually, you. yes, if I have, if I end up burning this game to the yeah. ground because yeah. it
2: frustrates, I will not burn your, your yeah, manual. I, pre- I appreciate okay. that. I, I do appreciate that. Thank you. So <laughs> yeah. I love my manuals. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those. I asked
1: Whitney for a manual and he brings me over. It looks like a never opened manual yes. in a, in a, in uh, a nice Ziploc bag. Oh I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Now I've got to be dainty with this manual because <laughs> I don't want to have my fingers inside Finger, this fingers game on, on and it, get yeah. fingerprints
2: on it. Yeah. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. I, you know, it's funny uh, in the sense of uh, every time that I would uh, buy a game or get a game, you know, however trade or whatever, I, I then one of the very next things I'd hunt down for the game is hunt down a manual for it. I because, I, like, I don't like. To let go of manuals, yeah, agreed, agreed. Because I mean, they're hard. I mean, they're hard to get in good shape, and you know, it's just one of those things. They're just good to have around.
1: Uh, the, yeah, I mean, the, the scans what, what blows my mind is is you'll find a scan for a manual arcade and pinball, and it's whoever scanned that first mm. back in nineteen. 19- you know, 97. Oh, I know where you're
2: going with this. It's, that, it's
1: atrocious. Man. That's the same scan that everybody has a copy
2: of. Yes. And everybody references and then it's resized and it's grainy and yeah, pixelated. You, and it's like, this I, original printed I manual, there's it. some, there's some, uh, chip, uh,
1: chip pin designations. It's hard to read. Uh-huh. Like I've literally gone and counted, you know, 1, 2, three, four, five, and worked my way most of them aren't actually in order they're just put on the on the page where it makes sense to draw the line mm-hmm. I've actually gone around and counted to try to find out which number was missing like is this a 6 or an 8 or oh well, no there's a 6 so yeah. it's got to be an 8 yeah. you know things like that Yeah, yeah. but that's an original printing and then you know you skip Take a scan of that with the
2: technology that was available in 1997. Yeah, no, it wasn't called a scan at that point. It was called a facsimile. It was called a facsimile. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was run through a mimeograph machine. <laughs> is what it, is what happened.
1: So, yeah. so Rally X is still a huge pain in the butt. But what I th- I think I've, I, you know, I've talked about this on the show. Um, I have a tendency when things are intermittent, mm-hmm. I'll start tapping on things. Yeah, and I was kind of looking at it. The game had a power problem at one point in time. When I got it, it had, it was either, I think it was a piece of a soda can that was wrapped around the fuse and jammed in the main, in one, in in one of the fuse holders in the bottom of the game. Yeah. And the, (laughs) the voltage regulator on the power supply was all kinds of jacked up. It wouldn't hold a steady voltage. It would, it would move around a half a volt from wherever you set it on a good day. Yeah. You know, it, it, it would often fluctuate more, more often than that. So yeah. I had kind of in my mind convinced myself that there was something that was heat related. And, um, I even let this thing run for like two days. I'm like, I'm just going to let this thing go till it finds itself. Yeah, Cause I, yeah. I've gone over
2: everything. You know, um, one thing that, that, that you may want to consider at some point is, um, if you've got, hammer? Like a, well, hammer would be it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, if you've got an older, um, like a, a spare smartphone that you're not going to use, uh, you might have to consider getting like a, a FLIR heat camera. And I've thought about and, that. And, and that might you know that that would probably come I in have. pretty handy to yep. to at least be able to do some you know, like heat signature imaging on the board after it runs for a while. Dude, I I
1: even did, you know, the Kentucky Red Deck method. Once it <laughs> ran for a day, uh-huh. I'm down there. With my hand yeah, feeling yeah. across both of the boards, yeah. trying to trying to do that yeah. manually.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I've got a FLIR camera. I bought one a while back. It just I've got it. Uh, I use it with an old iPhone. Essentially, mm-hmm. is, is oh, how I've it got works. a phone I could use it with. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and I'm telling you, it's it's handy because at least it allows you to see. Okay, where's the problem spot on this board? You know, or where where are the the, the potential problem spots on the board? So there's so, are Well, what I came to realize, and I haven't taken it apart yet, um,
1: I've replaced a lot of sockets just because they were, I just didn't like the look of them. Uh And I'm like, I don't want to risk this. It's not worth this. If this is my problem, it's, you know, a dime for a socket and I can replace it real quick. But if I flex the board right around the processor and where that VRAM addresser plugs in, I can make it crash and I can make it uncrash. Interesting. So wow. the you bottom, can make it uncrash. Uncrash if it's jacked up. I can <laughs> I can literally put my thumb right there across the processor and the VRAM addresser and flex the board. Just give it some pressure. And, and it comes right back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my next step is I'm going to pull those. I did replace those sockets, but I didn't study underneath them. Mm-hmm. So the underside of the board is fine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to pull those sockets off, and I'm wondering. My, I'm my bet now is. There's a broken trace, mm-hmm. or there's a via that is going intermittent. Like, is the board is expanding, contracting with heat? There's a via that's opening up under the one of those chips. Mm. So that's I'm that's what I'm down to. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I can I can fire it up right now and reach over there and just grab it with with one hand and flex it right there and it it'll go away. And it. Yeah. The more I've thought about it, because I've gone through and while well, I pop out the. Oh, let me pop a pop processor in because I'm, I mean, at this, at one point I'm just like throwing anything at oh, the Oh, sure.
2: Wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've, and you've got to like, you've got to narrow it down. So yeah. Cause I can't, I'm, I'm crawling all over this thing with a
1: scope. I can't find anything, anything that looks silly. I've investigated to the nth degree. I, I've just done so much on this Whitney. And then it hit me. It's like, I've had a couple instances where I swore his processor was bad. And I pull a processor out, put a new processor in it, and it fires right up. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? I'm flexing the board. Mm-hmm. And then the gyrations I've gone through with that VRAM address or that 285 chip, mm-hmm. same thing, same space. Well, it. I thought this... I know this one's good. Yeah, What's Yeah. And and I pull one out and I put I'm flexing the board. Yeah. Right in that spot. Right in that spot. So there's gotta be something under those ICs. And if not, I'm just gonna break in half like a cookie.
2: <laughs> so that's kinda where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Or get on cloth and buy another board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I have had an upgrade to my travel tools. Oh, nice. So uh, it's I had a Christmas gift. I was gifted a Milwaukee M12 base. And that M12 is, uh, I guess, I guess that's 12 volt because I think M18 is. I've got some uh, a Milwaukee drill driver, an impact, uh, electric impact. Uh, you know, individual ones. That I that They're separate, a yeah. drill driver and an impact. It's yeah. not like an all-in-one. Anyway, they're M18s. I think they're 18 volts. So this is their 12 volt system. They make a soldering iron. Now, it's kind of industrially because it's really, I think, aimed at more of a electrician or automotive trade. Okay. But I've used it, like, instead of going and dragging out and plugging in and getting all this other stuff, if I just need to tack a
2: wire on a coil, yeah, oh, it works a treat. Fire it up, warms up real quick, bam. You know, I'm going to have to look at this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because over the holiday... I was um, replacing some light fixtures in a couple closets in the house and I've standardized on this uh, really nice LED um, it, it's it, it's a probably the best way to it's like a circular disc light it's okay. led and you know just bright white now does it go
1: in a regular are you talking about like as a complete replacement or does it go in a regular like screw
2: in whatever that standard name is? no 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 it's like i remove that i, okay. I, I removed the old incandescent screw in okay uh, fixture and then i re, then I. it's mount, a whole fixture it's, okay it's, it's a whole fixture and everything and uh, it's from Hampton Bay, and I'm not going to say it's the it's the highest quality, but it's 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 decent enough for for tacking up inside of closets and everything mm-hmm. like that. Gotcha. It, it does a great job. Well, I <laughs> I ordered a few of them, got them in, and um, I, and as I often do, I you know I work on stuff in batches. And it's like so if I if i want to replace the closet lights i'll order four of them so that i have them handy so that in the off chance on a thursday night i find that i've got some time to do it you do i've got the light ready to yeah, go you can just do it i can just do it well i, I opened up one of these lights and uh it, it didn't rattle or anything like that in the box it, it sounded fine it was it was new opened it up and the, and the wiring harness on the back of the, on the back of the light the the wiring harness that attaches to the PCB, the entire thing just fell off the PCB (laughs) And I was like, I was like, Oh, okay, great. You know, this is awesome. And grace, it, it was, it was the light in grace's closet. And she looks at me and she goes, daddy, is it, is it broke for good? And I, and I looked over at her and I'm like, honey, I've got arcade skills. This thing isn't broken for good. I said, I said, we're fixing this. I'm going to scroll up here and put (laughs) that in the show title, put possibilities. Yeah. And and, and I'm like, I'm fixing this. And she goes, you can fix that? I'm like, (laughs) what are you you talking about? Yes, I I will fix this. And so, so anyway, so right there in her room, I go and get my travel soldering iron kit. And I set it right down there beside me. And... I get. I, I make sure that she's sitting on the floor to watch me, and and I sit there cross legged and I repair the the, oh, the cool. harness on the PC. That's, that's a daddy points exactly. moment right yeah, there. Yeah, thank isn't you, it? thank you. I appreciate that. And um, and so after I get it fixed, she's like okay but is it gonna work and i'm like (laughs) i'm like yeah you know of course she's she's like kind of poking at me and everything i'm like oh of course it's gonna work and and so so it so brent this this harness it's got uh it's got the the black wire for load it's got the uh the white wire for neutral and then it's got the green wire for ground and she's like well how do we how do we plug this into the wall And, and and i'm like Daddy's already got a, a fix for this, so I go back to I go back to my toolbox. Like to test it to test it, okay. And so and I have already rigged up a plug harness that branches out to the to the three Romex wires, uh-huh. and um and and then what I can do is just wire nut anything to that, and then plug it into an outlet or yep. an extension cord yep. or whatever. I said, Grace, watch this. So I get out three wire nuts and like that, and then I plug it all up, and then. I'm sitting there with her and I'm like, do you think this is going to light up? <laughs> and she goes she's she's looking at me and she said, I think it's going to light up. <laughs> and I plug it in and light. Oh, I thought and, it fire. No no, <laughs> no, 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 it was light. And it was it was great. We were, ah, light. And uh, and it was great, you know, because because I'm sitting there and I use some arcade skills, I repaired it and we were good to go. But where I'm going with this is it was so much trouble to lug that corded soldering iron around as I'm sitting there working on it. Now, perfect world, I would have just taken it back to my to like my little repair desk in my workshop. Mm-hmm. But you know something, man? I, I kind of wanted to do it there in front of her. Yeah, was, I get is it. What oh, I wanted yeah. To I totally get so, it. So so that was the extremely long way of going around the horn there and saying, I probably ought to look at this because I actually had a use for this, yep. but I didn't have the tool.
1: Yeah, so, so like There it is. I mean, I could grab a soldering iron. It, I've had to do it out here. A coil wire, swi- wire come off on a switch, a wire come off on a switch, a wire come off on a coil, and you got, I've got service switches. I've got outlets everywhere. I can, you know, un unknit the sweater that is all the cables. <laughs> well, and I don't even have to do that now. It's true, I, I, didn't, sweaters, I didn't. I just, right. I was going to say all the cables that's on my desk, but I didn't even put it in the list. I'd forgotten. Uh, my sister gave me a, a, a new Weller soldering iron for Christmas. Oh, nice! So I've got the new model digital. Oh, dude, yeah. Weller it repla- it replaced the what the w 51 that yeah. we've all used Did and love all, forever.
2: Uh, yes, with the little turn dial and in, in the se- you know seven yep. segment display. Yes. Yep, I've uh, got the the air I guess the replacement model for yeah. that now. So uh, I I don't even have to unknit the
1: sweater of oh. cables. I can just take my old iron out of my out of my drawer and bring it out here. Man, that new iron that, that's bougie, right? Right oh, yeah, it's, it's bougie.
2: It's very bougie. I tell yeah. you,
1: well, there's one thing I hate about it, but it's resolvable. But yeah, um, so but with this this Milwaukee tool, I just click, yeah, there's no dealing with any does of it. Does it heat up fast? It heats up really quick. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to look. At yeah, this. I'll show it to you. Okay, thank you. Um, that the soldering iron, what I don't like about the new Weller is it's got a standby mode, mm-hmm. and the standby mode is defaulted to two minutes Ooh. and the, the documentation is almost non-existent. Yeah. So it doesn't, unless I missed it, it doesn't tell you what to do to and bring it out of standby. Uh, like you've got a menu button and uh-huh. then you've got like, um, a navigation, like up and down to change the values. But it doesn't say if you hit any of the buttons, it brings out a standby. Okay. What do you, how do you bring out a standby? And I could, I could sit there and screw with it and figure it out. Yeah. There's another, there's a setting in there. So you can go in the menu and then set it to like up to 90 minutes. I think it was. But then once you wrap, go back around the horn, there's off. Okay. So you turn it off, which is what I did. Yeah. There's also a setting in there called offset. And I've meant to Google this. I just actually got it plugged up a few days ago. I have no idea what offset means. And there's nothing in the manual that says anything about what offset means. Yeah. So I don't know if I move it. Like if I move it to three, does, it off, does the thing slide over three inches on my desk? I have no idea what <laughs> offset means. Does it, does it offset in the Z axis? Does it go up three? I have yeah. no idea. Who knows? But it's there and I've got it. Yeah. But otherwise, I've used the iron quite a bit. It's a nice looking iron. It, I'll say that. I I have used it yeah. in the few days that I've had it plugged in and it, I like it. But the the instructions are lacking for sure. Okay, got it. Another thing, actually speaking to my sister that she gifted me, and this was kind of a pick of my own. Have you ever? I know I've talked about it on the show before, especially when we were talking about the retro chip tester Pro. Oh yeah, Adrian's digital basement. So he did a show on a little handheld oscilloscope. I need one of those. So these are, you kind of get what you pay for. You're not, (laughs) you're, you know, I'm talking the sub $50 range and basically you're getting, um, you're getting a bougie logic probe. You know, you're not talking high bandwidth, you're not talking high response time, but if you, if you want to stick your head in the back of a pinball machine and see if, um, you know, a, a control circuit for you know a coil's firing, it'll tell you that. Yeah. Are you getting Are you getting action on your data and your address pins? You want to do some quick and dirty troubleshooting instead of taking the whole board out yeah. and taking it somewhere. Yeah. Perfect for that. Okay. So I didn't link to any specific Adrian's Digital Basement video because he's done several on these cheaper oscilloscopes, these little handheld rather oscilloscopes. I kind of looked around and. If you're there in the show notes, Whitney, you try to pronounce that, I don't know. It's spelled
2: F-N-I-R-S-I. I -I. I, I mean, phonetically, that looks like Phenersi to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen several videos on it, and
1: they're all pronounced differently. (laughs) Of course. They make a handful of units, and I got the 138 Pro. It's a 200 megahertz handheld oscilloscope. They run about 35 bucks US. That's with the you get a model with and without a battery Okay. with the, the one without, you just run it straight off the USB port. It comes with USB C port on it. Uh, the one with a battery, of course that same port is used to run it slash charge the battery. Yeah. Then you can do it completely independent of, of a USB connection.
2: Okay. That's nice.
1: Uh, it's a little 2.4 inch display. Um, it comes with a probe and I mean, it does what it says. It's mm-hmm. now it's basic. Mm-hmm. You can set, you can, um, you you've just got like four buttons, so you kind of got to get used to how to operate it. You know, you don't have a dial that sets your time. You don't have it that set. You know, you don't have a different dial that sets uh, what your divisions are going vertically. You don't have another a third dial that sets your trigger position. You've got to navigate the menus, and basically all those things are located around the display, and you tab around to them, and then you use two buttons that aren't labeled up and down <laughs> to adjust <laughs> to, to do the up and yeah, down that's, adjustment. That's, yeah. that's, the most confusing thing about it. It's like, this might make sense to somebody, but it doesn't make sense to an English speaker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I've used it a few times, uh, and basically just to kind of check it out. Like I had the rally X board in here uh-huh. that's behind me. I had yeah. it on my bench and I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I, I have to get used to the buttons, but I've had a couple occasions where I've taken my oscilloscope to a game in another building, at a person's place, to try to try to track something down. I've got this in my hand right now. Yeah, and it it would it it would serve the purpose that I've that I needed that to I needed. Yes. Yes, yes, it it doesn't. It would have done exactly what I needed when I took my regular oscilloscope off my bench and took it to another you know, outside of the house yeah, to use it.
2: Got it. Got
1: it. So yeah, if it's I think it's gonna be useful. And I don't think you're out a lot for thirty-five bucks. That same company, F Nurse it. Nursey. F N I R S I, they make another that's a little bit more expensive. I think it's about fifty bucks. And looking at a few videos online, it seems to be um a a cut above this little one. So I want to say the next model runs about 50 bucks. It's got a little nicer case, a little bigger display, uh, a few more bells and whistles, but um, I mean, still at 35 bucks, it it does, it does what it, you know, it's, it's not going to be for high end use, but it's not the fastest thing in the world but it gets the job done hey, man, in our world
2: yeah i mean in it looks like for um for, for the bandwidth of it and the sampling speed of it and everything like that i mean i mean dude i, I don't think a rally x pcb is going to run it over no it doesn't see yeah. that, that's kind of where i'm going with yeah. it yeah um one of the things i thought about is uh, is it
1: leon's test roms uh, he's he's since passed but it was a gentleman that wrote test roms for multiple williams systems and basically it just exercises the and i'm gonna i'm it is escaping me right now whitney the the chip family but it's a uh um, sadly i would not know so, so there's there's a processor and then there's a pia's whatever the uh the part number for the pia with this chip family that's used in the the Williams games like system 11 and back okay um, so the 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 processor talks to a pia a peripheral interface adapter and then it talks to a, another pia on the other end of the chain so that's how they get data into the sound air quotes board or over to control the coils they do it between these two pias that work is done the processor hands it off and the pias communicate well he wrote a a piece of software that goes and just pulses all those pins. Okay. Well, I, I'm not getting this fire. do I have a bad PIA? You stick his test ROM in there and turn the game and on. And It
2: exercises all of all right. That. And you can yeah. do it with a logic probe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it, you know, you can do it with a logic probe or you can do it with this. You just stick it on there and just pin, pin, pin. You can find out if they're all alive. You know, yeah. that's one of the things that came to mind. Yeah. So got it. Anyway, anyway, um, let's see here. Oh, the big elephant in the room is the little elephant in the room talking about Christmas and my sister, you played oh, a big part in this, yeah, Whitney.
2: Yeah, I was happy to do it. I, this, this makes me feel good that it worked
1: out. So. I, I kept, I could have talked about this on the last show, but I didn't because that would have been the show that my sister would have listened to or my niece would have been playing in the house and my sister would have heard this. So when, I talked about this on, on the show when it happened, when my niece graduated high school, she had a graduation party. And one of the things that she, she, I mean, they roller skated in the yeah. garage. I mean, she, they had a bounce house uh, theme for Scooby-Doo. They had all of these just fun activities for, for all the kids that came. Well, I brought her two arcade games over. I brought her my pack cabaret, and then she loves Super Mario. Okay. So I took her, my versus cab with Super Mario in it. My sister goes and plays, I I'd mentioned this on the show, I, I, I feel, my Pac Cabaret's actually got Pac Plus in it. So my sister tells me that night, she's like, I'd love to play this, but I'm going to be so busy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Next morning, she calls me up, and, I, and I'd taken it over a day or so early. She calls me up and she said, that's not my Pac-Man. I said, Brittany, what are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> She said, oh, "I have patterns for Pac-Man, and I and I th- that doesn't play right, and and I'm just I'm. My sister is Whitney. She people say I I don't think I am. I think I'm as dumb as a box of rocks. I just hand this my way through stuff. But
2: that's <laughs> you and me both, brother.
1: People have accused me of of being kind of bright in some areas, and I I don't see it. I just I just do my best. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I just. But Brittany is. My sister is a genius and I have always maintained that. And she always gets so embarrassed when I talk about it. And I'm just dumbfounded, Whitney. I said, Brittany, you're telling me that 35 years ago, you developed your own patterns for Pac-Man and you remembered them and that you're mad. You're upset because they don't work on this game that's I'm floored on, on all fronts here mm-hmm. that you had done your, you developed your own pattern and you'd remembered them and you'd remembered them well enough in 35 or however many years to know that they didn't work on that game. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming she didn't recognize the visuals cause it'd been so long since yeah. they're slightly different on yeah. pack plus. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, at some point she mentioned she'd like to have, she said, I really like this. I'd like to have a game this size the wheel started turning, and that's where you came in, Whitney. Because I started asking around, and you had a pack cabaret that you mm-hmm. wanted to find a new home for. Yes,
2: yes, I did. Yeah,
1: and I was thrilled to have it because it was really, really nice.
2: It was. It was in good shape. It was. Yeah. It, and you hadn't you hadn't gone through it. I hadn't touched it. I mean, you got it as I received it, basically. I mean, I played it a few times, but I, I just. It, it it wasn't it, it just wasn't going to be priority for me to spend time on. So it was it was pretty far down the list on anything I was gonna work on. So it worked out. So
1: I got a hold of it and just so that it was just lined out as best as it could be, I mm-hmm. uh, rebuilt the monitor, uh, recapped the game board. And just, I basically gave it a, a thorough go, going over, mm-hmm. re molded it. I know you don't like leather team-molding, mm-hmm. but I got a whole arcade shop and got leather team-molding and put new When One these leather- days,
2: they'll, they'll stop selling <laughs> that stuff, man.
1: It's a, it's a crime against man and it's nature. A, it's a crime against humanity <laughs>
2: is what it is. But it, anyway, it, you know. So re-team-molded
1: it. Um, <laughs> I did, if you've never had one of those cabarets, they've got 12-volt lamps like several 12-volt lamps right behind the marquee. And when I say right behind, I mean right behind the mm-hmm. marquee. They're not 555s. Five, five, They're actually, I think it's 196, which is the 12-volt the equivalent of a 555. And I ended up taking that board out of it. I kept everything so it could it could go back, but I put an LED strip in the back of it to give it a nice, bright, even light. Yes. yes. And I just I just made it that much nicer and so here's here's what i thought was really cool it drove me crazy whitney because i i just i wanted to keep dropping hints and what i ended up doing is uh, i get her kind of the same thing every year there's a thing that she likes and i get her her yearly supply of these things yeah every year yeah well down in uh down in it i put a box and then inside that box was i don't know if you've ever seen them I haven't seen them in a while. I had a couple of them. It's a, it's a tin candy holder. You'd get candy in the bottom of it, and it looked like a Pac-Man cabinet. Okay. So the bottom pops off kind of like a breath mint tin. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I popped the bottom of it off, and I put a key in it, and on the key tag, I put Mom's Pac-Man. Oh. And um, so... She didn't know what was going on. She opened it and she thought I got her Pac-Man candy. Uh-huh. And she said, well, it's candy, isn't it? And I said, yeah, I go, keep going. <laughs>
2: keep and going. she opened
1: it up and the candy come out. And she said, well, yeah, there's candy in it. And I said, keep going. Mm-hmm. And then the look on her face, Whitney, yeah. when she realized, I look, she looked at me and I said, it's out in the van. Uh-huh. And she was, oh my gosh, Whitney. And, and then I sent you a picture once yeah. we got it in the house and yeah. got it set up and yeah. she got playing it. She oh she's I talked to her today she so goes, she was thrilled oh God Whitney like you couldn't imagine then that makes me feel good and, and that's to, awesome I was talking to her just today and I said how's the Pac Man doing and she said I don't get to play it as much as I like I know work's been driving her crazy she said but when I when the stress is high uh-huh. I go downstairs and play Pac Man yeah well good for her so that's good yeah That's she, good. she was. Thrilled and Whitney, I can't
2: thank you. I can't thank you you enough. That's what friends are for, man. Seriously, so it it worked. It worked out well. So, yeah. It it, like I said, it it was good shape, but it just wasn't. I've got a mispack Cabaret, and so honestly, having a pack was just kind of redundant. And if it's all good, man, it's all good. I'm I'm trying. I'm glad it worked. I'm trying to remember. I know you said that it
1: would get the monitor would get a little wonky, Mm -hmm. and it did it to me, and Mm -hmm. then it would come and go, and come and go. Yeah. I think I'm trying to remember what it was, because um, I found several it, the monitor. It was just time yeah, to yeah, redo it. Yeah, but and I've had this happen on other monitors. All the solder joints from the flyback were cracked. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Like every one of them? Yeah, like like all of it was it was. And I've had monitors Dude, those, like that before. But those are really thick solder twins to I be know. to be so toasted I know. like that. I've I've had that I've had other monitors like that before. Wow. Where I've done the tap okay. trick where I'm like, I don't know what's why this thing's going crazy. So I'll get like a big long plastic adjustment oh, tool. Oh yes. And I'll reach in and I'll start, especially the on a monitor, the taller, heavier component, I'll start just pressing. What's monitor. what's going on here? Yeah. And um yeah, well, as soon as I mean, I, its a
2: good troubleshooting. Now, it's good troubleshooting. Now Brent,
1: approach. ten years later. Yeah. Well, let me just pull the chassis out and look real close. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I've I've learned a lot of lessons. Yeah. But yeah, as I pulled that chassis out and I'm like, oh, I could see where, um, the input, the signal input headers were cracked too. Oh well. Yeah. That, so that, that, that was just would,
2: that would definitely yeah. uh, you know create what we saw. So yes. So yes, Whitney, she was thrilled. Well, that's what Christmas is all about, my man. So that's good.
1: So and kind of like to kind of put a bow on things here. I mentioned you know, the retro chip tester pro. I haven't made any advancement on it other than I've gone and pulled down the, the bill of materials list. And I've have meant to go start putting together a bill of materials mainly so that not only I can build it, but I figure I'll share it with you and Dave. Yeah. I
2: look forward to it.
1: And then that just saves you all, all the trouble, but yeah, that's on my to-do list. It's sitting there kind of in my office, easily accessible, it's just a matter of, of going through the <clears> – <throat> pardon me – going through the list and putting it all together. But more more on that to come. I, I did kick myself like 700,000 times that I didn't already have it built working on this Rally X because that would make things so much easier to just like really stress a chip out with a good yeah. testing regimen – good or bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I, then I can check it move, or exit it and move, move on, it on to on. the next thing. Yeah.
2: That's right. Yep. I
1: think I mentioned this before my star castle had, had, had issues and I re, it was I remember, down.
2: Yeah. You talked about that um, on, yeah. In November. Yes.
1: So I did end up go ahead, going ahead and ordering, um, a modern version of, um, the cinematronics, CCPU, ccpu say that seven times real yeah. fast. ccpu exerciser so the, the short of what this thing does is um it puts the game i think i actually made a note on it in here let me so i can it 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 puts the game in a specific predictable set of logic inputs so that you can then take a logic analyzer and Probe the board, and and get get expected readings. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So uh, basically, like if you ever heard of an Atari Cat Box, yes, I, I have. Think yes. that does something very similar. But what their trick was is they didn't use an industry standard like an HP standard um, five thousand four or five thousand series logic analyzer as their test equipment. They did something different. So you had to have the cat box to use the signatures that were in the Atari manuals. Anyway, uh, the cinematronics manuals have the board signatures in them, but you have to have an exerciser to put the board in a position to read those signatures. Yeah. Got it. Even with a standard off the shelf of the time HP signature analyzer. All right. Follow all that mess. Yeah. The problem is getting the exerciser. Um,
2: Vector Labs makes an exerciser, and they're actually reasonably priced. I, I looked at it in the show notes and thought, man, that's really not a lot of money for something so specific. Yeah, it's not.
1: Yeah. Um, so, Biltronics. Have, have you ever heard of Biltronics? Oh, very.
2: Oh, yes, definitely.
1: So he actually makes one as well, uh, but you have to have. You have to also source the signature analyzer. The thing about Vector Labs is he also makes a modern. Reproduction of an HP five thousand equivalent signature analyzer.
2: Now that that right there's got my interest.
1: It it does. Yes. So and also instead of having this monolithic '80s style piece of equipment taking up like forty two feet of real estate on your
2: desk, it's so big it has its own handle.
1: The the
2: exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The the board for this new replacement signature analyzer it's about the
2: size of two and a half gift cards yeah i mean it's tiny to, to me it looked like a j-rock it looked like a j-rock Jamma board it, that's yeah, the yeah, size it's of it. yeah it, it's super it's small a, uh,
1: it, here's something that people would know it's it's roughly about the size of the old 38 or 60 in one board there you go it's from it. a physical footprint
2: y- yes exactly
1: so uh, if you look at the Beltronics site um there's a list of the games that basically that the exerciser would work on, you know, warrior tail gunner, Sundance, uh, Starhawk, speed freak. And the games people would really know as star castle, uh, rip off armor uh, attack. Armor attack. Yeah. Those are the, those are the primary games. Most people would recognize as cinematronics games. Yeah. So two things here, I guess is the takeaway. If you've got cinematronics games and you, you want to try to troubleshoot them. I don't know how easy this is. If you look in the manual, It'll show you on the schematics if you probe it with a signature analyzer once it's hooked up to an exerciser what your number will be, yeah, and my assumption is is you literally just start probing the board until you find a wrong number, and then I think you have to walk the logic back until you find a right number, and then where you where you cross yeah. You know this chip is bad on the on this side and good on that side. That zeroes you in on the chip. Okay. Okay. And I'm totally guessing here because I've not had an opportunity to use it. It sounds
2: logical though. I mean, it just helps you essentially divide everything into a matrix and then just and then just zero in on you just on a work specific through it. Spot. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and I'm kind of maybe I'm applying how I would go at something with a scope or a, a logic analyzer. Hey, you know, do I have a clock? What's my address and my data? Uh, Pins look like on my processor okay well, let's walk out to the rams okay well this is stuck high on the on on this bank of ram work my way back and find where it's not stuck mm-hmm. and then zero in on my problem so i'm up kind of applying that logic hadn't had a chance to use it yet moral of the story if you have cinematronics boards and, and you're at all inclined to repair them definitely check out the link uh, it's vector-labs. There's another company that's vectorlabs.com, but it's vector-labs. There's a whole series of, of tools that he's got outside of what he's got for the Cinematronic stuff. Definitely worth checking out. I've been working with him a bit um, in, in terms of email, trying to, he's been very responsive in terms of answering my questions. But here's my advice. Here's what I did. He offers an all-in-one that's the C... The CPU or CCPU exerciser with the logic uh, analyzer like piggybacked on it like it's an all-in-one solution and you just plug all the cables in and go to town Mm -hmm. I opted to get them as separate pieces I I would
2: as well no doubt about it
1: that way if I have call like if I have another board or another game and the manual says hey if you do this and you have an HP 5000 series logic analyzer and I keep saying HP 5000. The um, the standard seemed to be like an HP 5000 4A. Man, dude, I'm getting one of these. Right. I'm assuming that that logic, or excuse me, that logic, that's, I keep saying logic analyzer. I'm sorry, Whitney. Signature Analyzing. analyzer. Yes, yeah. I'm sure that that was a standard because this was a, a, a sort of a standard troubleshooting method for a lot of. Electronics back in the day with signature analysis, you'd look in a schematic and it would say you set you set this device up like this so it's in a predictable state basically, and then on the schematic, it shows you what the signatures you should read at various places through through the the p c b okay, so I'm assuming that any other company that made these outside of h p they had to read the signatures the same way so that it would work if you had one from another company. But what I can pick up, the HP was kind of like the gold standard, kind of like everybody was Epson printer compatible back in the day. All right. Circle back for the 14th time to the moral of the story. If you've wanted a signature analyzer and you don't want to go and spend the money for an old school one, on eBay, because they get pricey.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Plus, it's also, what, 20 to 40 years old? Yeah.
2: I mean, it's just another piece of equipment that you question whether it's going to work right or not. Exactly.
1: You can go out to Vector Labs. You can pick up one right now, all modern technology, on a small footprint board, and it's $149. Uh, and
2: am, you know it works. I am so buying one you of these. You know it works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know something? I have I have resisted Buying a signature analyzer for years because I, I often thought it's like this is just it's something I know I should have. It's something I, I need. But I never wanted to take on the heavy lift on it because it's like even just looking at them on eBay, it's like I don't want. <laughs> oh, they're huge! I don't want a that suitcase. big hunk of junk. I, and in and, and and I I hate to say it that way, and because I know it's not a hunk of junk at all. But it's like I just don't want that big, huge, unwieldy thing sitting on sitting on you know my my desk area taking up so much space. It's like. I I just no I think I'll just not do that right now. I, and, and, and I, I just I never totally get did it. buy one.
1: I for the longest time would you have an old Tektronix scope? Yeah. And um, when I finally broke down and bought a modern scope, yeah, y- you go from something that is um, like a large carry-on bag and weighs like it's full of bricks, yeah, to something that is I don't I'm looking back at it now. It's it's three inches deep yeah i know i know you know and it weighs nothing
2: i know and, and hunk of junk was not the right term for me to use but you know where i'm yeah, going yeah, I know with what that you mean, yeah. it, it's just it's just big heavy unwieldy and, and it's kind of a pig in a poke and, you don't and, know yeah. how
1: long is this gonna live yeah am I exactly gonna have to, what am
2: i gonna have to do to fix it yeah what? it's like i paid top dollar for this thing and now now i don't really know what i have just yet so so, like I said, vector labscom and it's a signature
1: analyzer. It's one hundred forty nine bucks. That's, that's bought. And like I said, it he says here it replaces the HP five thousand four A for troubleshooting arcade boards.
2: That's brilliant, dude. So absolutely yeah, brilliant.
1: If you've got anything out there, and I don't know off the top of my head, I've seen. I know I've seen them in manuals that. Say hey, look! If you probe this with a signature analyzer, this is the and what the signature analyzer has is it's got a one a four digit display on it, and it'll display a number, and this is the number that you should see at this point. And uh, like I said, the intention uh, I'm I'm inferring this because I haven't actually set this up yet. Is you start probing the board until you you either I don't know if I randomly start probing if I have a logical start point I need to read more on it. Yeah, but. You can zero in on where there's an unexpected signature, which means something is wrong, something is broken at that part, at yes, that point. Yes, So yes. That's, that's, the, that's what you're doing here.
2: Yeah, 149 bucks. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's actually, like, fantastic.
1: So yeah, I ended up buying his uh, his modern replacement for the CPU exerciser and his Logic Probe, and then he also offers a bunch of stuff in the Cinematronics world. He's got uh, a plug-in module that replaces all the EPROMs. That way you can hey do. Let me just quickly rule out all these EPROMs. You pop them all out. You stick in his module. It supports a host of games, and then you know that that's just off the table. Oh right wow! Now. Yeah, it's called a CineProm replacement. Yep. interesting. Okay. And then he's got there's there there is a handful of programmed. Was that were those like six bucks, Whitney? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, the, they were. What those are is there's a handful of programmed proms. Like you run into on a lot of Atari games, yeah, and then on a handful like Pac Man's got them on a handful on Amco games. Those are replacements for those, so you're not having to track down a new old stock PROM and then track down somebody that has the old, you know, forty year old equipment that can program it or burn it. Those are modern replacements for those PROMs. That's what those are. Okay, yeah, I think the EPROM replacement board is like fifty bucks. Okay, so got it. I, Honestly, I I bought the whole spread from him. Mm -hmm. I I bought a replacement for all the proms. So I had one. Yeah. Uh, I bought the, of course, the exerciser, the signature analyzer, and I bought the EPROM replacement board. And then one day I'm going to sit down and probably after Arcade Expo, honestly, because I'm focusing on that. And then work on my cinematronics boards and learn how to use this stuff. Because I plan on keeping my rip-off. I plan on keeping my Star Castle. Oh, yeah. And
2: if I could come across an armor tack, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Yeah, fair enough. I've only got a Star Castle, but I have no intention of getting rid of it. Because I I, I love that game. <laughs> I do. Oh, it's infuriating, but I love it, too. But I, I love it. It's, it's, it's just... Dastardly, to, but I love it. To
1: me, as much of it is, it's it's like the draw of Defender, uh-huh. the sound, yes, and the, the visuals and the it. Mecha- Oh yes, yes. It, it's it's like the total package. It, it
2: is. It, it, here's what I'll say: it's oddly satisfying, is what it is, it, just because of how smooth. The, the how smooth the, the the graphics are on it and just the movement and the inertia and just how everything's button based and you just get into this zone of flittering your fingers with it and, and just to cause the ship to move and swing Th- that's what i've always thought was so enticing about mm-hmm. star castle is i love to watch the ship like it has momentum, and then it leaves a trail, a vector trail behind it. And then as you as you move it, it it just it has inertia, and it oh, just it's, it just it's it's almost liquid yes. in how it moves. Uh-huh. It's amazing. I, I yes, totally get it. Yes, yep. It it is
1: it is lightning in a bottle. It, it, it is an amazing game.
2: Yeah, and I I don't know how it is. It's an amazing game, and I don't know how you top top it for what it is. I don't mm-hmm. think you can. Yeah.
1: On the surface, it seems so simple, uh-huh. but I know. And it's, and even it's on the Vectrex, just, equip, what's the Vectrex
2: Starcastle game? I mean, it's called Star Castle. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. It's Starcastle. Okay. The Vectrex doesn't move like that. No, no, but even <laughs> on the Vectrex,
1: I used to play a lot of that back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> and it's good. It, it's still
2: good. It's but, still good, oh, yeah, but it's such, nothing, it's such nothing, a great game. Nothing beats the original hardware there, so.
1: So, yeah, Whitney, I've had... I've had a lot of stuff and I know I'm leaving stuff out and the only other thing I will touch on just because uh I've talked about it so much on prior shows is RC stuff. Yeah. Uh I've actually worked through a Tamiya TTO2 kit and the the TTO2 chassis is like their bread and butter four-wheel drive on on-road on chassis. It's not uh it's easy to build. It's not some crazy race rig that's totally scienced out, but it's a super popular chassis and you can go over the top with add-ons and hop-ups and uh, aftermarket parts it it was actually pretty fun Uh, and uh, um, basically uh, and I don't understand why Tamiya does this they don't include ball bearings in their kits I mean that's like
2: uh, (laughs) man that's kind of doing you dirty I know well
1: even back in the day they didn't None of the vendors did because they were so expensive. Well, they're so cheap now. And even their reissue kits, they still have plastic bushings in them. So you're spending, for some of the higher-end kits, you're spending three to $500 for a, a kit. And it doesn't have bearings in it. I mean, uh, throw me a bone. Throw me $9 worth of bearings, guys. <laughs> one, Come on. One would
2: think, yeah. But
1: so... Yeah, I definitely went with bearings. I went with a lot of aluminum uh, upgrade parts. You know, uh, like the prop shaft that that runs the length of the chassis that drives the 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 front transmission from the rear, and put oil filled shocks on it. And uh, I I think I'm going to have fun with it. It's just, it's not a performance car, but most of the Tamiya stuff is is it just has its own character, Mm -hmm. and it's just fun. Yeah, and their their bodies are phenomenal their bodies are like chef's kiss. Yeah. So this one I got is a, an Acura NSX, if you remember those from back oh, in the day. Oh my gosh, yes. And yeah,
2: so it's... it's I'd love to watch that thing run. It's, I,
1: I've got it upstairs. Uh, it's been sitting there. I haven't done anything with it in weeks. It's at the point where I've got the body cut out and I got to do the final shaping on the body. And uh, um, then it's paint time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that, I love the mechanical side of it. And I have a difficult time Getting into the the paint side of the thing, <laughs> you so, and me both, man. But I'll get it there. Uh, I kind of want to get it done before Expo because uh, um, you got that when you you go in there like it like first day of setup and there's nobody there and yeah. it's like glass smooth floor. Yeah. I kind of want to go run it.
2: Oh, that would be <laughs> so, that would be pretty cool actually. Um, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's RC work. That's where I'm at. Dude, that's not I mean that's not bad. That's that's quite a bit for you know for the for the time in between episodes. I I'll say this I, I wish that I wish that mine was as productive. I, I guess it was and it to some degree um uh, just my updates are probably a little bit a little bit quicker though. Just I just don't really have as much, but one thing I will say that I was super super happy about is the uh the Sega Blast City the candy cabs that I ordered, uh, they, they came in. And so there's a picture in the show notes. You can see that. And I, I know that doesn't help anybody else out, but, uh, is it right here? Cause I don't see it in line. It, it'll, it, it should pop up. Oh, as okay. Soon as it sinks. Oh, you like to do the reveals. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I'll, I can tweet a picture of these or post them on Facebook either way. It, it's not really much to see. It's just, it's just them coming off the coming off the, the, um, the, the uh, Beltman truck. So, so anyway, um, you know, they I've got them. They're in my garage. So sto- did they? They deliver to your, they deliver to your door? They did. Oh wow, yeah, they, they did. Yeah, there was cost associated with oh, that. Oh okay, but they did. So
1: someone container shipped them here. Yes, and then
2: whoever did that brokering, you also had it shipped, shipped to your to door my, to my house. Yeah, because because the the container ship uh, it, it landed in, in port in uh, South Carolina. So I had to get them from South Carolina to my house. So, so anyway, so I'm waiting on warmer weather to get them, uh, downstairs before I do anything with them. But I did want to give a, a, a quick shout out to, uh, Arcade Dell, uh, Dell's Arcade uh, Jason, he, he sent me a, uh, a single, uh, essentially a single player panel. It's called a one L six B it's one lever, six buttons. And dude, that's like candy cab vernacular right there. <laughs> so, seriously. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it's, it's, it's how the cool kids and candy cabs talk, you know, it's so like, are those interchangeable between the different cabinets. Yeah. Yeah. The, Even though you got a blast city versus oh, this. versus. Well, now I don't know that. I okay. don't know that. I didn't know how it, it I'm just starting to scratch the surface okay.
1: on this. Because so, if you tell me I need a one L six B, I, I would have thought that that, well, the
2: cab might have a different shape, but the control panel the control panel may be the drop, same size. Drop, drop out drop was the okay. Yeah, pop out, drop in type of scenario. I need to learn more because I am just on the very beginning of my knowledge quest for candy cabs. But um he, he did he did hook me up with a with a one with a, a one Lever, one joystick, six button panel for for single player setup. For one player setup, uh, both the cabinets came with two player control panels. So this is nice because and they're all metal, right? Yes, they are. Yes, hundred percent, okay. they are all metal. And uh, and it, it's nice because this is going to allow me to set up a vert one cabinet in vertical mode for single player games, and then a hor then the other cabinet in horizontal mode for two player games and it, it, this is going to be a fun project because these are both going to run Mr. Cade boards in them and um it, it's neat because you know Grace has kind of taken an interest in these because she's looked at a lot of the Japanese arcade games that that can be played with the mister and so she has she's been prompting me a bit on daddy it's you know when are we going to get these downstairs because i want to start to play and i'm gonna have to go through the cabinets don't get me wrong but so they have monitors in them oh yeah okay they have a game board in them of Uh, any type no no they they do not they they're they're jamma and um and so you know they, they've, they're they full harnessed and full power supply full monitors i've got videos of both of the game and both the cabinets running fine on with a jam board and everything like that so they're supposed to be mostly turnkey but they're not going to go into my basement without me giving them a good clean and you know just to go through and everything like that so what, I, I what's look the, at vin- the speakers and all that
1: what's the vintage of these cabinets do you have a and I, i've heard that for somebody i've never messed i mean i've seen as I uh, understand, candy it, cabs. Yeah, and as I understand, blast cities.
2: Early mid early mid nineties. Okay, so in in that in that time frame, okay. as I understand it. So, uh and you know something. Here's the thing. I was mainly looking for a a, a nice setup for running JAMA horizontal and JAMA vertical. That's what I really wanted, and. um The candy cabs, I've always had just an affinity for the... Just like the the format and the presentation of them because they've got really nice monitors in them they've got really nice stereo speaker setups in them they i just they just look <laughs> uh Whitney <laughs> they <laughs> just look cool okay <laughs> and and I knew as soon as I said that I'm reducing myself a bit just by saying that but but it's true so I like so em.
1: for I guess for people that aren't familiar with this yeah. the candy cab is a den- I guess that's a, a generic ter- term. It's a generic term yes. for a Japanese cabinet. Mm-hmm. They're all metal. Yes. Uh they're named. At least uh-huh. I've seen a bunch of different names, and the names have a different shape. They do, yes. And um they're usually everyone I've ever seen is a 25-inch monitor.
2: Uh-huh. And you they're kind of designed for you to like set at the front they, of they, with, they, in a stool. They, with a stool. Yeah. That's exactly right. And so um, when I ordered these, uh, they came. Th- these are working poles out of a Japanese arcade, and I did get two stool, two of the uh, two of the Taito stools I'm, to go. I'm with surprised it. that there were still. I thought these would have been in a warehouse for a decade or something. Uh, the story that I was told is they were They, oh, were, okay. pulled, they were pulled right. out of. These are working arcade poles, is what they are.
1: So you know what's the uh, the mall over here close to me? There's a larger chain like amusement center. I can't think of the name of it right now. You walk in there, there's a big redemption area, like rows of cranes. They have a lot of the modern video games. Um, There's like a star Wars battle pod in there. There's there's 17 versions, literally like 17 versions of DDR in there. A bunch (laughs) of the big rhythm games. Yeah. Well, they have several rows of candy caps. Okay. With, uh, fighting games in it because I think that's what you normally associate with the with the format yeah. of these. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, they even have they've got a like a uh, last time I was in there. I don't go in there that often. That mall doesn't get a lot of travel. Uh, they went in one of the anchor store spots, so it's in a it's a big footprint. Okay, um, they've got. Ten or so stern pinballs. it's all card swipe. Oh wow! Oh okay. Uh, yeah, ski right. a big a big corner of it's all skee ball and I mean, pop a shot. Card swipe is the quickest way to, to just kill the
2: fun. Yeah, you know it's all card swipe. It, it,
1: yeah. Uh, they they even you remember the Atari like physical. Pong machine from a few years ago. From a few years ago. Yeah. Last did time sit, I, did you sit down at? You sat at, yeah. and it's actually got like a physical block that yeah. you're. It's like a foam block that moves in the table. I don't know what it's. It it's under looked, glass. Yeah, it
2: looks like foam. D- Dave weird. has
1: had. I think Dave's yeah. had him. He's got one in his arcade. He Dave had Por, it. Dave, Dave Corgan, Corgan. He's yeah. had it at his show, uh, Music City Multicon before. They had one up there I, I, anyway. They have. If I can think of the. <laughs> pardon me i'm sure they're a chain but they have a couple rows of them and then they have like uh, a header on them so everybody knows what games are in them yeah and i thought that was kind of interesting because it's it's authentic candy cabs you know it's it to look at them they're in they're in good condition
2: but you can tell they're not they weren't produced like in the last five years yes exactly exactly and yeah, and I mean these have they've got a certain profile, they've got a certain look, they they've got a certain kind of aura, I guess kind of personality to them. And I, I just I just kind of dig on this, <laughs> probably the best way to say it. So, uh so, yeah, so, um, so, so Jason uh, at Dell's Arcade, he, uh, he and also another friend of the show, Mike Thomas, they both put me in touch with uh, a gentleman that, that does the import on these. And it was, I mean, it was a good experience. It just took a long time. I mean, it took a long time. Wait, you, you literally brought him over on a slow boat, oh, right? Yes, yes. From start to finish, this entire process took uh, a little over 10 months in order to, uh, in order to purchase, uh, purchase, acquire, and then, uh, take delivery of these cabinets. But anyway, it's going to, it's going to be fun because they're perfect setups for the Mr. Cade. And and that's, you know, that's, that's how, that's how these are going to go. So, um, in, in other news, it's been a long, long time since I've been on clove. Dude, you know, it's so funny. I go, I go hot and cold with Clav because I can I, I, I can have, burn so much time on Clav And then it's like, I got, I got it's like pin side. It's like, I, I, got, I got to get up and walk away because I can't sit here for another two hours and just doom search, I, which I will do. <laughs> I'll do it if I, if I let myself.
1: I, I haven't been on it now. I've read things like if I'm searching for something and uh-huh. I'll read like a post. Yeah. I haven't actually authenticated to claw in (laughs) years okay And and i'm just glad that it's still out there oh yeah yeah and it's all that i was
2: i was on today
1: all that present presence hasn't moved to facebook because facebook is a sink
2: oh man there's facebook kills knowledge if if you want knowledge to go somewhere and disappear then you send it to facebook
1: i I, i've seen this happen uh first uh firsthand and i guess not a fan the, the 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 thing that always sticks to my mind is Scott on retro gaming roundup. He, uh, he's also, he's a car enthusiast as well. And he'd ordered some parts someone had made for, I think it was a Subaru. Scott does a lot of Subaru stuff Mm -hmm. and he, he saw it on Facebook on a Subaru group. The guy that made it, made it available. He sold all the parts, the custom parts, the instructions for installation were on Facebook. Scott, so many months later goes to actually install the stuff Can't find it. Yeah, it's gone. And he gets he goes to the person he bought the parts from, and he can't find his own post. He
2: can't find his own post. So he
1: had to reconstruct the instructions and make them available. Gosh. And it's just whereas you go to Clav and you use search function, or you can you know you know throw a a search engine at it and find your stuff. So I'm happy that that even though I don't
2: use it, I'm happy that it didn't wither away. Yes. Forums in my mind are far superior. They just don't have the user interactivity and the, the, the UI that, that everybody's come to expect with, with Facebook. But I, I think it, for, for knowledge, storing and sharing, I yeah. honestly think it's far 100%. superior. But, uh, but anyway, I, I'd, I'd, I'd gone to clove and I was looking for just yeah, a few knickknack things. And I, I got to searching through the, the parts for sale and I found, uh, I found a, a working Arkanoid PCB harness marquee and instruction manual. And, I, and it took me a little while to, to get this deal done. But I finally negotiated to a point where I was happy with it and, uh, and picked one up. And I, I picked up a really nice Arkanoid spinner to go along with it. Uh, I am looking for a control panel uh, to fit an upright uh, title cabinet. And I don't
1: uh, even know what that looks like. I mean I do because I've got those cabinets. Yeah. I'm so trying to think if I have one loose. E- ele-
2: elevator action, Zookeeper, kicks. Okay. You know, yeah. it just, just that I've that got a pro- kicks cab. Okay. It's that profile cabinet. You know, kind of kind of that um it's, kind of that kind of switchback kind of yeah, you know, look to it, I guess. I, I I don't I really, really like that that cabinet style. But um but ultimately um, there is a there is a gentleman on Club. He goes. His handle is Joseph seventy seven, and he reproduces a lot of the Tito control panels, and he does custom work as well. And he's supposed to be doing a run on Tito sized arkanoid control panels that seems rather specific it, it, it's very specific I contacted him and I, and I said I said Joseph I, I see you've done zookeeper and elevator action and jungle hunt and jungle king panels uh, you know kicks panels I mean he, he's done runs of all these all these brand new control panels for that for that profile cabinet and I said, you know something? There there's there's an aftermarket art package and there's generally a lot of interest in putting Arkanoid in these title cabinets. I said, have you ever thought about doing a control panel that would, you know, that has the one player, two player buttons, the start buttons, and then just the Arcanoid spinner in the middle, and he's like I'm working on that right now. I should be doing a run in January or February. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, that is awesome. That seems real specific. It's very specific, obviously. But he he says he has a lot of people that that contact him for that, and I was just the latest of, of those who do. That's a title game, though, too, right? Arkanoid? Uh, as, yeah, I always see it under Romstar. So uh, th- that's how I always see it listed. Why am I thinking this? But, but I think it is a Taito as well because I've seen... Yeah, come to think of it, I've seen marquees that that have Taito on them as well. Now, what I don't know is whether Taito created the game or whether they just licensed and dis- distributed Cribut, the yep. game. I, th- gotcha. I don't know. I need to look in more into that. I, I just come. I just come to... Um, Arkanoid as just a big fan of the game and I've always wanted one and have never had one. And so that's kind of where, where I'm at. Um, and then just moving on, since we're talking about Taito, I've not done anything to my zookeeper and I'm just kind of keeping it there. <laughs> continue to haunt uh, me.
1: Clove's uh, museum. Yeah. Um, so arcade dash museum, which is also affiliated with Clove, uh, they listed as a manufacturer's Taito.
2: Okay all right well that's that's good to know I, I i've just been a fan of the game i've not really spent a lot of time on the history of the game i've just always enjoyed it and loved it so so okay so good to know and,
1: <laughs> the picture they have on their one of the pictures they have yeah it's in a kicks cabinet it's in that
2: gray and black kicks cabinet there you, there you go yeah yep. sure sure enough um you know, I, I'll tell you. I I guess all things being equal, I probably should have done my jama setups in that in that style cabinet because they would have been like really small and really easy to work with. But I wanted something I could sit at and play. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was really after. With with the candy with, caps. With, with the candy caps. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yes. And um and then I'll just kind of wrap up my updates. I've been doing a lot of three D printing, uh, but it's it's almost exclusively been stuff for for Grace she has been doing a lot of cosplay dude she has like really stepped up her cosplay game uh she she does cosplay for a lot of anime characters that's what she's really focused on and uh she has found some some models and i've been printing them for her that she then like glues together cements together sands down and she paints and so that's what that's what she's been doing with the models that I've been printing. I never knew that my little cheap Ender three could produce such beautiful pieces of plastic because I generally just print blocky geometric stuff, and I've never really I've never really like flexed the printer to the point to where it's produced something quote unquote beautiful. <laughs> but these models that Grace found that we've downloaded that I've been printing. They're, they're astounding as to how beautiful and detailed they are. Oh, wow. In my printer, it, it takes a while to print. And when it's done, she'll look at it and she goes, Dave, that's amazing. And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah tell that's, me about that's really it. Amazing. It really
1: is. It's amazing. So, refresh, So, you just have the Ender 3. I can't remember anymore. I've got
2: an Ender 3 and a CR-10S. Okay. But, but the CR-10S, I've done absolutely nothing to.
1: I was going to say. Nothing to. I know you've highly modified something. Was that the, the Ender 3? The
2: Ender 3 is pretty highly modified. Okay. Yes. Because yes. I've.
1: I've still got my CR 10 S setting upstairs and I haven't done anything. I've literally not turned it on in years. Okay. And at this point, um, I never was happy with the print. Yeah. And it seemed like at least in the generation when I bought it, a lot of them were, they were like, wow, right Mm. out of the box. Mm -hmm. And then a few of them were like "Troublesome, pretty good. And I think mine landed in the pretty good. Okay. And then, uh, a a percentage of them, five or 6% were just, they were, they were junk. Yeah. And like, I always had banding issues at the same Z point. Yeah, I struggled with it. And then so much had came out between the time when I just, had to take a breath and get away from it. Yeah. And you started printing. Yeah. And then now it's even been another year since then. Oh, yeah. And it, I just, I literally, it's just sitting there. I need to go through it. Yeah. And
2: well, but was, I thought
1: about just getting rid of it and buying an Ender 3. Well,
2: now, I mean, I, I get that. Cause I, I hear
1: they're awesome right out of the box.
2: Well, they're, they're good, but they're, they're, they are very good right out of the box. But one thing that I will say is that, you know, when I bought my Ender 3, it's been a couple of years back. Yeah, I bought mine at kind of the end of a current hardware cycle and then Creality refreshed the Ender-3. Okay. And they, they now include a 32 bit motherboard where mine, uh, mine was an eight bit motherboard when I got it. Oh wow. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they, they now include much higher quality stepper motor drivers on the board and everything like that. And my, you know, my eight bit board had really noisy ones and it, you know, it, and mine, mine was a bit jerky and, uh, I never had the banding issues, but the printer was loud and it was, uh, it was slow mm-hmm. and it just, it ran the, it, the drivers that were on the motherboard ran the stepper motors hot and you could tell that you could tell that it just wasn't very efficient. I mean, it printed, but it just didn't feel look or sound efficient. And so very shortly after I got my under three, I took it all back apart and put in an aftermarket. I I think I used a big tree tech, which I've actually been very happy with. I used a big tree tech motherboard. Yeah, I knew you did a whole motherboard yeah, replacement, yeah, everything. Motherboard replacement. Uh it, it had uh, And I'd have to do that with mine. Because yeah, mine yeah. is yeah. Yeah, and the, uh, the
1: physical hardware I think is serviceable.
2: Yes, the the electronics is what correct. It just it needs some help right out of the box the, is what it does. How much smaller is the print bed on the Ender versus the CR ten? Oh, it's uh, the Ender is uh, three hundred millimeters by I think it's three hundred by two fifty if I'm not mistaken. And the CR-10S is, I mean, it's, it's like in the 500s. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, it, the CR-10S is, it's, it's several steps up from the Ender-3. Dude, the Ender-3 small. It, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty small actually. Um, good enough for printing small stuff that you then assemble into large stuff but it's not good for printing like if you wanted to print a mandalorian helmet see the ender three is not not the it's not the printer to do that on gotcha it's just just
1: too small well i think what i think the thing to do is i I have it sitting up there and i'm not getting any value out of it and i've seen a lot of stuff and like not just the arcade community anymore but in the rc community it's like i just want to print that yeah I can, that's I a can't. handy little widget yeah and i can't yeah and, and i got this thing sitting here um and i'm not i just can't go turn it on and use it yeah, so I, I get that well i think it's just time just to rip it apart
2: and build it back up well what i would suggest and this is what i wound up after doing it's it's funny because you learn so much more after you've taken a few steps and there is a company, uh, based out here out of the U S and I, oh gosh, it's the company that I ordered my auto bed leveler. I've got an easy, it's called an easy ABL. Mm-hmm. That's my bed leveler. And, um, uh, man, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the company, but anyway, they, they produce their own motherboard. They produce so many of their, uh, parts for the ender series printers and I bought their motherboard, and that's what I'm going to put in my CR10S. And it is it, it's an even better version of an, an upgraded version of what I've got in my Ender 3 right now. And you know something, I, I mean, I, my my printer it, it it pretty much runs turnkey now, so I don't like spend a lot of time see like, that's, that's researching it. Yeah. And, and so, so even that's kind of where I want to get, I I, I get it. I get it. Uh, my hardware setup on my ender three is now a couple of years old and I've just really had no need to refresh it because if it's running, don't fix, no, don't fix it. Don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fix what's not broken. Right. Uh, it, mine runs like clockwork now, but But I had to do the motherboard, I had to do the leveling springs, I had to um put a different bed material on it. I had to use I went with the PEI sheet, which has just been absolutely brilliant. Uh yeah, I went with a an auto bed leveler and I in my setup is that I did not go with the more popular bed levelers, I went with the bed level that I thought was superior technology. That took a little while to get that all ironed out because I had to do custom firmware for that, and then you have to go through the setup and you know blah blah blah. You got to do all that, and and then you know I mean I printed all these mod parts for my printer and uh, did you know, relocated the power supply. Just you know you just and dude. Yeah cuz I think the power supply's under the body of yeah, it right yeah. yeah it's just it was just a bad just a bad place to put the power supply and so I located mine off of you know off of uh, one of the um the 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 V the V extrusion and um you know, it it just I just wound up doing a lot of work. Yeah, to it sounds it. like it. Yeah, it? but but you know I, I've got an all metal hot end on it. Uh, you know, a Micro Swiss all metal hot end and there there are other mods that I have bought for it, like linear rails. And <laughs> dude, I don't want to touch it now yeah, if it's working because it works. yeah. yeah. And um, it, I think I would do linear rails on mine because the wheels. I'm going to do, do it on
1: my CR10S. Yeah, the wheels on the CR10S, and the way it just, if you just looked at. The wheels and the extruded aluminum r- runners they roll yeah. on. Yeah, you 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 can just tell it's like the bevels don't meet. No, they they and don't. It's, and it's, it's 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 I it's like I can look at it and I could see where this is going to cause me
2: variations. Y- and yeah, it well, And and here's the thing, it is it is true because you mentioned having banding on one point of of your Z axis. Yep, I have ever so slightly. I have a banding issue at one at one point of my z and then one point of my x when when the print, so there's something odd we, in that roller you bet with that, it, with that, you, you that you bet convergence yes, sir buddy, it is, and it is always in the same spot now, if I were to give that part to my wife or my daughter, they would never see the banding, but I see the banding. Yeah. If I gave it to you, you would see the banding, but it is really slight. And,
1: and for those that don't know, banding means that that layer laid down,
2: mm-hmm. uh, but it laid uh, down at a bit of an offset. At a, correct. Yes.
1: So that yes. that one layer, you, it looks like a little band. It, it just it yeah. just
2: looks it looks like a little band, and um, and it, it's it's weird because you can't hardly even feel it. You you really have to look at it. it, it I have to rotate it and get it in light, and it's like. But I know oh, it's there. There it is. There, yeah. th- that band. There it is. Yeah. And I know it's because of those rollers at that spot with the gantry at a certain height is where it happens. In the linear rails, the, number one, linear rails on the uh, on the X gantry would completely solve that. And then I'm going to go with a with a dual drive. For the for the uh, for the gantry for the gantry yeah. for for the for the Z drive, I think the S has that.
1: I think mine has that. Um, dual meaning, because I, I don't know if mine doesn't. I think it's, it's does. like the, the
2: worm. It's yeah. like the, the screws, the, the worm yeah. drives. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. A, it's a dual on the oh, S. Oh, yeah. excellent. Well, the Ender only has one. Okay, and that's a problem because the gantry will lean. sag. It'll sag. Yeah. over time. Yeah, it doesn't sag low, but the higher you get, the more it sags. Yep. And, you know, it's funny because you would think that despite those issues, or I'm sorry, you would think that with those issues, the Ender would print like crap, but it prints beautifully <laughs> even with the, even with that going on. It prints absolutely beautifully. So, anyway, that, sorry to get off on a tangent <laughs> there, but that, that's just kind of where it's at. But, anyway, Grace and I have been printing a well, lot. Well, yeah, I, I've got to break out of my...
1: The the rut I'm in, in terms of things I've been just doing for hobby stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just, honestly, dude, the game stuff is, I just, I, I need to break out of the yeah, rut. Yeah, I get it. And trust me, I get I it. I think that's going to be my post-expo... This is all finished up. I'm going to move on. I'm going to get, I got to get use out of this thing. There's yeah. stuff I want to do with it. Yep. And I'm going to just rebuild it. Yeah. I'm going to, that's, that's the thing. Dude, all of it.
2: Seriously, get a motherboard, get an auto bed leveler, get a, get a, uh, I, I want a new hot end. A, I would, I would highly suggest a Micro Swiss hot end. And I know there's tons of them out there. I'm just, it, it when, when I bought my, oh, that was the gold hot end, That was the gold standard. And I see no reason to buy yeah, new Everybody else. wanted to be it, everybody wanted there to was be off. Of so it, everybody yeah. wanted to be that. Yeah, everybody wanted to be Micro Swiss, right? And and it really wasn't that expensive. I I'm I'm glad I went with it because I swear I think it makes the prints overall far more reliable, and the maintenance on the printer go went down. Exponentially. Yeah, I thought the hot the that off the shelf kind of canned
1: hot end. It's good, man, dude, it's crap. I, I f- <clears throat> pardon me i fought that with you know the heat brakes screwing oh, up and man yeah the, the, my the plastics my, getting caught up in the in the nozzle dude, and jamming the whole oh i thought i did that
2: dude with my when, when <clears throat> mine was stock i would cauliflower that hot end because i couldn't get the ptfe tube to sit exactly yep. right or it would pull out yeah i thought that know, too yep. and, and then then filament would just go everywhere and you'd get the two dollar
1: uh uh Coupler for the PT, PTFE was that right? PTFE. Tube I think it's PTFE. Yeah. Versus the fifty cent one they included, and the four dollar <laughs> one had, or the you, they send you the fifty cent one, and you get the seventy five cent one because the seventy five cent one had like six teeth in it that grabbed the tube versus yeah. theirs that had like three, three, and yeah. they would
2: walk. It was, it was just it, like, yeah, it's like, it's like I every, did that. It's like everything that's, worked, but but it was but it was janky.
1: Yeah, it was like balancing an egg on an egg. Yes, yeah. definitely. And that's one of the things that
2: kind of turned me off about. Yeah, I, I get. I get that yeah so, i get that so I, I just i just went through it and then i got to a point where it's like okay i've read enough i think i can i think i can buy my way out of problems i think and, i can <laughs> buy my way out and, of and this, this problem well and trust me it was all on me to to do all the work but i did i did eventually buy my way out of the problem so you know there's that cool so that that's my updates friend and i think uh it, at this point we're we're due to uh seg- segue here into our next segment and uh we uh with the Louisville Arcade Expo coming up, we were fortunate enough to sit and we did this earlier in the evening, so I don't have like any quippy or, or you know, like really smooth <laughs> segue here. We're gonna roll back the hands of time and we had uh Corey and Joe, uh, the uh, showrunners, organizers and owners for the louisville Arcade Expo, they came in and sat down and uh we conversated for a bit on I guess <laughs> on the, the show sh- on this sure so show, what to, yes. what to expect what, yeah. we're, what we're doing what
1: they're doing for
2: 2023 yep. what's new what's it, improved what's coming back what what stays and what didn't
1: i said it a couple times during that that visit for with joe and cory and i'm gonna say it again uh but this will be the first time you're hearing it okay
2: the not you whitney oh, the oh, listeners. F- oh fair enough yeah. I, was, I was expecting something new No, no know, yeah. there
1: is plenty of time to make it to to the show. Yeah. Okay, so the show is going to be um, uh, early, mid-March. We're right here at the front of February by the time this is going to post. If you haven't been to Louisville, it's an awesome show. Oh, yeah. Whitney and I are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a booth, uh, as we've had in the past. We're going to live stream Friday and Saturday night, as we have in the past. And this is a surprise to Whitney. I'm sure he – we haven't discussed this, but this is kind of our, our thing – so, Whitney, I, I think it's safe to say we always start at seven o'clock Eastern. That's pretty much how we go.
2: Right so, for a couple of hours. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll set out the the uh, links. We'll get it out there yeah. in social media bef- beforehand beforehand. Um, ideally, maybe we'll. I don't know if we'll get another show out before then, but uh, look mm, forward. Probably not.
2: Probably not with the, not with the timing. Yeah. So uh, look for that.
1: We uh, and, and I'm not going to throw the name out there in case it's changed, but we we the streamer that we've used in the past they don't require a special client yeah you can go right to their website you can go right to the url we we url we post and listen yeah. you don't have to have an app you don't have to log in you don't have to have anything you just go to the url and listen yeah and, and I, it works and it works yeah. it's been it's been an awesome piece of software yeah so, yeah it's
2: Mixlr, lr and that's that's how we've historically done it and it's and I'm and sure, hopefully, it hasn't changed, and that's what we'll use again this year. <laughs> I hope so. We'll yeah. have to look that up. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I guess, uh, Whitney, Whitney, let's uh, let's sit back and, and everybody take a listen to our talk with uh, Corey and Joe
2: of Louisville Arcade Expo. Yep, sounds good. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm not talking about Christmas. It's just about March. And that means the Louisville Arcade Expo, baby. I can't wait to get past
1: Christmas, Whitney, <laughs> New Year's, because I know that means LAX is yes. right around yeah. the corner. Oh,
2: yes, yes. Christmas I mean, is fun and all.
1: I don't want to downplay it. It's But, you know, yeah. it's no LAX.
2: No, it, it is not. It is not. I mean, my entire household gets geared up. For the first weekend in March. My daughter, Grace, she's already ready. Is it too early to have your LAX tree up yet? Uh, no, no. Okay. Oh, that, that'll, that'll be going up this weekend. Okay. All right. Yes. You've not will. been upstairs yet, yeah. Have yeah. You? Well, I decorate it with all my with all my lanyards. Is, what <laughs> is I that do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, yeah, we were talking about the lanyard tree earlier. Yeah, exactly. Real thing. Exactly. It, it works out. Now, oddly enough, Brent, I don't know how this was ever coordinated. We've got Corey and Joe sitting right here in the studio with us. It's almost like it was planned. I was wondering who they were.
1: <laughs> they showed up, and we've got my my dog will not keep her eyes off them. I oh. don't know. I don't know if she's just like leaving me, or if she's just like keep. What are they? Who are they?
2: Brent, we call that love at first. Sight. Is that what it is? That, that is oh, yeah. exactly what that is. Yes. The guys must smell good. It must be. It's gonna be rough when yeah. they go to leave later. <laughs> <laughs> very very much. It'll so. break somebody's heart. Yeah. Corey, so, Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate that yeah. intro.
4: My gosh, that was wonderful. Uh, thanks, well, thanks for having us. Uh,
2: we just, we babble and we babble until it's brought back around. How
4: about that? <laughs> oh, us too. Us too. Uh, the enough. show
2: is just circle after circle, guys. Yeah. We're,
5: we're excited to be here. We're excited to talk about Little Arcade Expo 2023.
2: We're excited to hear about it. And if I were to go back in the notes, how many years have we had you guys on? Oh, that's right. All of them. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. It's just the easiest way to say it. All but, of them. Yeah. Year is this is it the thirteenth year? it's the, it, start? it It's the twelfth show. Okay, twelfth show, okay. but it is the thirteenth year. Oh, that is correct. Uh, yes, that is correct. There is that. Yeah.
1: There is that gap in time. I'm yeah, sorry. Yes, the there so is it's one. The there show. is one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, we're, we're glad to have you guys back. I mean, it's it's always fun to get a, I guess, a preview into how LAX is going to go uh for for a given year, and we're looking forward to uh, what you guys. Or, uh, you know, all the secrets you are going to spill here on the show with us here tonight. So I'm going to he- start off with this. So okay. for folks that? that are listening to
1: this, mm-hmm. you have plenty of time to make your plans to come to the show. So this show will go out right here in the the, the front of February. Mm-hmm. And the show, Louisville Arcade Expo, is March 10th, 11th, and 12th here in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. So you have plenty of time. Don't let it, don't think you can't make it yeah you can get here to louisville you can come and experience this it is
2: an unbelievable show
5: you okay. can you can buy our tickets online at com,
2: or you can buy them at the door oh. that works that, that works so, so, Corey, you start. Well, who wants, who wants to start? Joe, do you yeah, want, you I'll want go to start? Ahead. Okay, yeah, I I'll go ahead that. and start.
4: And, and one of the things we try to do at the Louisville Arcade Expo, besides the three days of retro gaming greatness, yes. all the pins, all the arcades, all classic consoles, all that just awesome stuff, and the, the PC stuff, too, is we, we like to try to get some unique guests that have never been to louisville before like special guests old old school developers or nick
2: nolte you got nick nolte oh man another 48 hours here we go (laughs) dude ethan hawke was just in shelbyville just a day just a day ago yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah we missed him i you know what? I'll give him a shout. Was later he hanging on out at the Dollar General? Uh, no, he, was. <laughs> it, he was, wasn't. He wasn't. wasn't like not. Tom Cruise here. He was a filming while back or something. Tom
1: Cruise is from Lexington, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he. is. From yeah. Kentucky, yeah. He's from Kentucky. Yeah. Lives
2: yeah. here. Yeah. yeah,
4: and Shatner, I think, lives here often too. He does. he, does
2: yeah, he, has, he, a he has a horse farm. He has a horse farm
1: for sales. Yes, I got an ad the other day from Shatner. It was from a. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the show goes. You all have been here? Oh yeah, no, we love it. It was it was from a hearing aid company.
2: Oh really? It had a quote. It had a pull quote from Shatner at the top of it. Now, did you feel like you were profiled with that email
1: I, I as I have gotten older Whitney I'm getting a lot of of age appropriate ads. Uh, yes. Assist,
2: assistant <laughs> yes. emails, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well no, this this is physical mail because mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming they think people in my age range don't you do email. Oh, you got you actually got physical mail. I get physical paper mail. Yeah from from, from Bill Shatner, really. Well it was had a quote from Bill Shatner. Oh, yeah and he was trying okay. to sell me hearing aids. Anyway oh, okay.
4: right. oh I get those too it's yeah. all good. Hey, so, man, so
1: William hey, Shatner's coming a little arcade expo this year. Hey dude
2: yeah. uh, hang on to that.
4: I want to see that happen. Okay, sure. I will. I'll, I'll, you can check that yeah. out. Appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, no, we're not getting Shatner Man, um, dig on it. Although we do know his agent, oddly enough. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't go into details. I don't want uh, you know hearing aid mail going oh, yeah. to everybody. <laughs> but uh, no, we're we're super excited. I followed this guy on YouTube for a while, and he is just a down to earth, good dude, and he loves all a lot of the same stuff that I love when it comes to 80s and 90s gaming. So his name is John Riggs. Oh, and you've
2: got you've got John Riggs. Yeah, How about that? Yeah. yeah.
4: Just excited. Just he he reviews and and watches all the newer stuff that comes out too. I think uh-huh. when we were first thinking about talking to him, yeah, he was he had some video he had put up where he had an Oculus on, and and had a three D virtual Legend of Zelda playthrough that he was going over, and okay. it looked so fun. It looked so cool to see that, you know. The uh, inception of Zelda, done in in a virtual world like that, uh, but what with all pixelated eight bit yeah. NES graphics. So, yeah. if you have a chance, I, I highly recommend you okay. checking it out. It's really neat the way the way he kind of showcases that and talks about it. As so, he plays so does he
2: it. focus on like retro consoles and and? Big we, time, big time NES. He's, he's okay, a, he's a big time NES collector. Okay, You'll yeah, yeah,
4: to, huge yeah. in NES, and he he actually made his own game, one or two games, I think. And yeah. he does a lot of uh, NES hacking. So his yes, he does his panel that he's going to do is he is going to pull up. Hey, if there's a game you want to hack or you want to get into any type of eight bit or even sixteen bit level, you know, ROM hacking, etc. He's going to go through that with a live audience and and question them and and guide them i guess through that whole process yeah that
2: that is that is cool i and he's a genuinely nice guy i I mean i've met him one one time before and uh just very no i actually met him twice met him uh once in nashville and then once at the midwest gaming classic last year at at mgc and uh just super nice guy just very approachable very down to earth i've heard that from a lot of folks we're we're really excited to meet
4: him yeah we're good and hopefully a lot of a lot of our uh our our folks will be glad that we brought him in. Too. Yeah, so we're okay. we're excited for him. Th- for that's
2: sure. th- that's a really good get. It's a really good get.
4: Now the other big special guest we have, and I believe you've met him as well, because Whitney, you're kind of a big deal. I don't know if you know or <laughs> not. <laughs> you hear that, Brent? um Brent is as well. Hmm. I mean, especially with the hair down mode. Well, you know yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Living at large,
4: large look, and in charge. Look, I was
1: gifted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey love it I, you don't pick the hair
2: no picks the, you. the hair picture
4: <laughs> so th- this fine gentleman has it has been heard by billions of people because he is the voice of nba jam mlb slugfest oh yes nfl yes, yes. blitz yeah tim kitzrow mr yeah. boom shakalaka i don't want to do it
2: boom shock he's on fire yeah
4: yes all that stuff so we're super excited to get him um, I played a ton of NBA Jam as a kid, so yeah, it's just really
2: cool. I think he, I think he's going to be a really good draw because he's really gregarious. With, j- just to see him in person and everything, because he'll go into character. Time after time after time after time, and just like a thousand times in a row he he does he he does his deal so it's yeah it's good yeah we're hoping to try to get him to call a few tournaments oh, on various be, different would things be
4: better even if it 's just pole caliber and oh, oh. my
2: oh brent we've we, yes. we've got to get him to do some sound bites for us I, now of course we have no money for this, but it would <laughs> you, be amazing that's right. just I, to get I, him on the show I, I hear you 're a mean
1: car washer <laughs> so that 's well, okay we'll take care of I am that yes I am that so how did you? It sounds like you. I've never heard of this this gentleman. It sounds like Whitney. You've met him. I haven't. Him? I
2: haven't met him, but I saw him at, at MGC last year. Okay. So so he he had. I, I wouldn't call it a booth. He was like outside one of the. Uh, did he one, have a bullhorn? Was he doing his thing? No, okay, no. But, right. but he had a real nice setup, and he was just you know shaking hands and you know kissing babies and everything like that, and just it, it just seemed like a, a very personable guy. So where I'm going with that is is. Um, in some of the recent shows you and I've been to, mm-hmm.
1: the the guests, at least in the pinball and the arcade community, have branched off out away from like the designers. So it's like everybody wants to talk to the designers, and the designers have been talked to so time much. After time mean, after how, time. how how much how much many more
2: nuggets is there? Not that not that there isn't new games and yeah. new things happening, but you, but, but you, can, you kind of talk something from corner to corner, right? And then you're kind of done. But what yeah. I'm it, so, and I
1: find this very interesting for me. I can't draw. A straight line with a pencil and a ruler on a piece of paper, but the mm. I've I've seen a lot of artists at shows lately, not uh, not comic book artists per se, but like artists in our realm, mm-hmm. arcade video video game artists, pinball artists, and it's like a whole different story. It's a whole different world, and it's Joe. When you mentioned that you. I never even thought about someone
2: that was doing... Voice acting. The voice acting. The voice yeah. acting. It, in things. an era when voice
4: acting yeah. was pretty
2: new. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Certainly not appreciated like it is today. I'll say that. Right, right. Yeah. I mean,
4: nowadays, it's... I mean, they hire all sorts of celebrities to do this type of stuff. But Tim, I mean, he is... He was doing it before anybody else was doing it. I would yeah. honestly say he... Pro- a lot of people probably owe him some, like, without without his... Infusing that excitement into NBA Jam, uh-huh. I don't think you'd have as much of that because there were—I mean, there were some good games prior to that, sports yeah. games especially—that yeah. had a lot of talking in them, but not to that level. I mean, no, when he, when your character flies up out of the stadium, basically, yeah. and you hear Kitzrow say
2: "Monster Jam," yeah, I mean, you know, it's much better than I just did. It's iconic. I mean, it's it's he almost devi- he almost defined a genre in and of himself just based on how he called that game he he created a brand yes, out of nba jam he, he certainly did yep. yes man, that that is a really good get as well guys that that's awesome I, I would expect him to be really busy with people once they once they see who he is and and if they don't know and they realize who he is it's like oh yeah you you gotta you gotta talk with him you can't i mean you can't not i was trying to look back the old top cast there
1: was um a gentleman that did a lot of the voiceover and the pinball world, and I, I think it's got to be a different. It's a, I, I don't recognize the name. I was looking,
4: going to go look to see who it was. I but. think he, had, Tim Castro, I believe, has done some pinball. But uh, you, you
1: all were talking about, the, you know, the, he,
4: he did Attack from Mars and some other games, and you know, people, from Williams, okay.
1: people that they they do so much that we know, but we don't know the names. We don't yeah. know the people oh, behind that's the true,
5: voice. So that's true.
2: Yeah, yep, you know them by the voice.
5: So our, our special guests will be at the show. We invite people to come out, meet them. That's they'll, awesome. They'll have a table yeah. in the vendor area and bring your stuff out to get signed. Yeah, that's great. Uh, get an autograph, uh, visit with them, talk about you know, what, what they meant to you in, in, in your gaming experience, because yeah. we all recognize how
4: important that stuff was. It,
2: it really is. I mean, time's precious, and, and for them to know that they made an impact on people, that that's really that's special so that's great
4: yeah and, and both John and Tim will be uh, at the Louisville Arcade Expo all three days so okay. they'll be there Friday, Saturday and Sunday
2: oh great Fred Young awesome the gentleman's name was Fred Young yeah
4: Fred did a lot of work for Sega
5: Data East okay
2: I, I would have to I'm not familiar with him so I'd, I'd have to look you would up. hear
4: him on every Sega oh, yeah. Data he, East game got no. it Fred, Fred, if you ever bumped into Fred, you would remember. Oh,
2: okay, he, fair he, enough. I, I just, I was, a, he was He's a
4: character like, to say the least. Yeah, I, I, okay. I do know Fred. just talking to you. He, oh, would, yeah. do, he would do. Yeah, yeah, he would start doing voices. Yeah. And oh, that's cool. It was oh, pretty cool. It, it was a lot of fun. It was pretty exciting. Yeah, he, I think he did Simpsons. For, oh, that was Data East, right? Uh
1: if I remember Stern,
4: the. But. Oh, was it? First was Daddy East, then the second one. Was well, three. I mean, you know, it, back it, in time. <laughs> if <laughs> if remember, two the Simpsons. If, oh, right, 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 right. I say,
1: if I remember the interview, I think he did because it, there was something about they had access. I thought it was odd. He was going through h- how he got to do the game, and they were given access to a, an X number of the of the voice actors. Yeah, they only for got Simpsons. one, I
5: think. So, so they, you they had picked, to pick. Yeah. Right.
1: And I just thought it was kind of weird just to be limited to you have some arbitrary number. No more. It's anyway, just
5: based on cost.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, true. So special guests, other than uh, Whitney and I, you haven't gotten Dush yet. Well, you guys are definitely <laughs> special.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are that. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Make sure you come out to Little Arcade Expo to see these guys. Well.
2: Yeah, that's that. They'll have a, draw.
5: they'll have a booth. Have it stop that, in, stay high. Yeah, that's, that's a that nicest, draw.
2: That's the nicest thing I've been called in weeks. So yeah. I, thank you, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Bring them a hot dog. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate that. I would say just don't pin your fortunes on us. How about that? So. <laughs> Okay, but well, we'll
1: put it on the main stage this year.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, we've we've got a few other you know exciting events that we have every year. We we do the retro pub trivia. Yeah. And that that is super fun. That's always Friday night. James Key puts that together. Phenomenal job. That's you, everybody breaks up into teams. You win prizes. Even just competing, you get a prize, and it's free. And it's it's a whole lot of fun. We always have a costume contest as well on the main stage. Mm-hmm. But we usually we have we have two costume contests. We have one that's for the kids, and uh-huh. that's earlier in the day, usually around one to one thirty, yeah. and then we have the adult costume contest after that, yeah. and that's Saturday. That's a ton of fun. Even just coming in, you don't have to compete in the costume contest if you want. We, a lot of times we have, like, well, I think one year we had a guy that came as Weird Al. And he was perfect. He looked just like him. He had his voice down. He had the accordion. He was singing. He had a good singing voice, too. Yeah. And I told him, bro, you got to get in this costume contest. You're going to win it. Nah, I just I just wanted to dress up and come hang out. Like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> See, <you know laughs> that's cool. You man. know what? That's if, funny. if
1: I was Weird Al, I would go to shows cosplaying as me and tell people it wasn't me. It could have been Weird Al.
2: <laughs> I mean, it could have been. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a dude that plays a dude playing a dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dude. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but yeah we we totally encourage people to dress up whether they want to compete in those costume contests or not
2: that's that's awesome i mean my my daughter she always loves that i mean, it's one of the highlights of of her being at lax she she dearly loves that so i'm glad that that's that's on the roster and i think that's a good draw because you just see so many people walking around in costume and she's like daddy uh what, what would you wear a costume this year and i'm like honey this is it you know it's like it's all Aww. god I'm sorry <laughs> Whitney come on yeah. I'm dressed as your father I'm dressed as your father <laughs> you know this is how this is I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm, when
4: you dress up as Ganondorf and she's oh, gonna come in yes.
2: you're dressed yeah. as a
1: podcaster
4: yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you I'm yeah. telling you
2: yeah. we see how that works we're, out
1: we're yeah. all gonna get together in LARP and it's gonna be full contact oh, Minecraft oh, yes. oh, I t- yeah. I'm telling you right now Yeah, LARP I'm gonna start a league <laughs>
5: <laughs> so other things we've got going on uh, we're having a pinball tournament this year Yeah, uh, changing the format up a little bit going to do it in as a qualifying will be uh best card format on six different games from different eras so you're you buy a card play six different games and your best score on that card is ranked against everybody else's best score on their card Mm -hmm. Uh, that'll be all day on on friday for qualifying and all day on saturday and then finals move on late Saturday into the Sunday. So if you want to come out and try your hand at a pinball like tournament,
2: a
1: So is it? Do you register yeah. ahead of time, or can you? You register? don't. You just show up. Okay, okay awesome. Yeah, just show up, and uh, and we'll get you checked in. I saw a little scuttlebutt about um, it was there was going to be a tournament in some of the local Facebook groups. I, I wanted to touch on that. If you had to register ahead of time, I was make sure have, we had a link. Nope, no pre-registration.
5: Just do it right there. It's unlimited. Yeah, awesome.
4: No, that and is we, yeah. That is
5: we wanted to try to do something a little bit different than we had done in the past, just to change it up and make things interesting.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. The, the format sounds fun. I, I like that. It, it's not confusing. It seems that's like very easy to understand. You know, from a from a format perspective, so I like that.
5: The other big tournament we're proud to announce is that we are now a regional uh event for the dr mario bluegrass regional tournament it's their seventh year of of having a national championship for dr mario on the nes Hi. and uh that will be all day qualifying on saturday and finals will be later that afternoon on saturday you can check our website for the actual schedule of events okay
2: now do they sponsor the prizes and everything like that or or do they just run the tournament or how is it bragging rights? Yeah. How, how, how does that there, work?
5: There will be a cash prize okay. donated by Louisville Arcade Expo. Okay. The Dr. Mario guys bring some of the consoles, bring some of the controllers. We supply the screens. Yeah. It should be a fun event. The finals will be on the main stage and broadcast for everybody to see. That
2: will be intense.
1: And I'll say that. Dr.
5: Mario is a lot of fun. Yes.
1: I know we chatted about this a little bit earlier, and I think maybe I surprised Whitney because I Whitney is the the big Nintendo fan between the two of us. Well, we know,
4: yeah, <laughs> you, you've heard, yes, yeah, you heard. <laughs> and
1: part of part of my shtick, Joe, is just to every once in a while stick a knife in and just twist it just oh, a little bit, yeah, just to just word. to get his goat, yeah, you know. Yeah. But. Guys, I I had not heard of this, and you yeah. said this is what their eighth year, seventh year, seventh year. Yeah. What does me in numbers today? I do like me some Dr. Mario. It, it I is really, a great, really like Dr. Mario. It is Mario. a great game.
5: So if you win the uh, regional tournament, you get an automatic buy into the the big tournament in Columbus, Ohio, on November 11th and 12th. So that'll be the I, championship in Columbus. I yeah. had no By idea. By winning the regional events, That's, they all move on. That to,
1: is wild. I had no idea Dr. Mario was this organized. Yeah. And then you'd mentioned that this was related to or maybe an offshoot from a a, a
5: Tetris League? The Dr. Mario guys are a sub-offshoot of some of the Tetris tournaments. So they wanted to form their own version of that they continue to compete also in the tetris tournaments but they're trying to build dr mario to be just as popular okay. as, as uh, nes tetris is okay yeah. and uh, and it's getting there they just had another regional event last week and it was very successful and we look forward to inviting all dr mario nes players out to compete should our, i
1: practice up whitney yeah you should you, you definitely yes, should you absolutely you should. should you definitely I mean, should
5: yeah uh, dr mario can be over in about eight seconds oh in, yeah if it oh, tops yeah. out quickly yeah uh so it's fast and furious head to head which is a lot of fun
1: head yeah. to head i don't know if i've ever played the nes version. i'm sure it's because I, I play it on
2: on versus and then i've got it on play choice which is basically it, nes version
4: it's really close to the nes yeah. version yeah
2: hmm. wow it, that gives me something to think about because it's like okay hmm could i get to columbus in november that are, that's interesting are you, i think are you are could you make like it <laughs>
1: are you like a are you like a secret dr mario no, player no. are you like world-class dr mario no, over there
2: no I, i'm not but I I don't know the love (laughs) the love for the game runs deep enough that it's it's interesting to me for sure yeah. you should practice up we, we've we done some
4: minor nothing on this level Dr. Mario tournaments in the past that uh-huh. lacks and yeah. some really good players have come out I mean yeah. super good Yeah, and it was funny to watch them go through you know our small bracket or whatever and you'd see one guy on one end of the bracket and one guy on the other and they're just murdering people
3: <laughs> as, as yeah. they come up to meet and then
4: at the end they're, they're you know sh- getting loose shaking their shoulders <laughs> I, I kid you not like a it's real serious it's yeah. serious like you know Right, you yeah. versus Ken or it's it's a big deal but it's yeah. fun to watch as a spectator as well oh
2: yeah oh for me I can see that I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this is what I'm looking forward
5: anything to anything head to head is a lot of
2: fun yes it is I'm fairly decent at it for, for if you know how I'm not good at
1: any games I'm fairly decent at Dr. Mario I imagine this is no, no. Oh, yeah. I can jump imagine in, it jump would be in.
4: crazy. Practice and jump in.
5: Watch Watch some of their YouTube coverage on the DRMC, which is the Dr. Mario... Trying to make me cry, Corey. DRMC. I'm, DRMC. Okay. But now I'm, I'm, but now take,
2: I'm curious. I'm yes. going to take note of this because I want to... Yeah. When I get home tonight, I want... Um, well, depending on what time, I get, what time we finish up and I get home, either tonight or tomorrow, I want to talk to my daughter about this because I want to make sure that she sees this because... She plays competitive esports at high school now. Oh, she, cool! Yeah, so so she's she's team captain for for her Splatoon team and everything like that. Oh, this is awesome! Yeah, and uh, and so she's not a big Dr. Mario player at all, but I, I want her to see it because she might decide to try. You know, and yeah, and, either, anyway.
5: And this is playing on original NES hardware on original NES
4: controllers. Yeah. Head-to-head. Head. Yeah. On old-school TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, On CRTs. That's the
2: way to go. Right there. Sweet.
4: Now, one other tournament I did want to jump in with. It's not as extravagant. There's not a huge league for it. In fact, I don't think it's ever been at any arcade console convention ever is we're going to do a virtual boy tournament head-to-head. To head. You're, to you're going to start the trend. We are uh, absolutely, absolutely, really. There was a, a
2: virtual boy tournament, a virtual
4: boy tournament, and this is not going to be a high score challenge or so and so has to beat so and so. This is head to head
2: for as long as player they can versus stay player. In yeah,
4: uh, yeah, it should be over fairly quick. We'll uh, see. Yeah, okay. Hopefully, eyes will survive. Well, see that, see Joe. That's <laughs> <Wait> a, what. <laughs> I, that's, what I was that's what, was hit, that's what i will Sponsored by Vizine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, <laughs> we there, some genius developer. I, ported is the wrong word, developed Street Fighter 2 for the Virtual Boy. Now, it's not quite as fast as what we're used to. It's a little slower. The Virtual Boy is not known as you know a big processing boss. Yeah, yeah. But someone else developed a link cable that you can link two of them together. So we're going to set two of them up Put people up on stage, and and one of the rules is going to be you can't take your eyes out. You can't look. You have to keep your eyes in and yeah. until the end of the match. And then we have an out. We have a cool another hack to our virtual boys. So Sorry, you, I love talking about this stuff.
0: Let's where, go ahead.
4: Where it can output as well. That's how it's going to. You, you, can, oh, you yeah. can see into the the visor, yeah. but it also has a, a a VGA output, which we will then put to a
2: projector so, so the that crowd, spectators crowd oh, can yeah. see can yeah. see. And again, just, just that big red screen. Right? Yep, red and yeah. black. Yep, yeah, red yep. and black.
4: Yep. yep. So, you know, if if Dr. Mario isn't your fancy, we highly recommend you get in on this action because nobody's probably going to have practice much on this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think think you're safe. I think you're safe with that. Yeah. interesting huh
5: and of course we have all our other regular tournaments that we do on saturday we have the duck hunt at high noon a tournament which is very popular <laughs> some of our pc land tournaments we do that are just sort of ad hoc as uh, all throughout the
4: the, the show and uh, some of our other popular ones we bring back every year oh yeah, yeah the fire mario challenge that's that's a super fun one yeah and those are also played again original hardware on old tvs yeah it's a blast. So I'll remind everybody. I'm sure
1: all this is up on the website, right?
5: It is. The, the full schedule of events is on the website. Okay. And
1: so this year, are you doing digital signage? Of course. Okay. Because I think I made that mistake one year. I mentioned, I try to tell everybody whenever we talk about a show, especially your all show, because it's so packed with things to do to check the signage when you because it it, 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 there's, there's over full, the years it shifted it's now digital the full
5: schedule events yeah. is always available on the website or when you walk in the door yeah. we have that on the digital signs
1: so make sure you stop and look at that and see what's going on yeah. what's going to be going on while you're there because there's always something going oh,
5: on. oh yeah you got to almost plan it out yeah yeah we, they, tr- we try to always have activities all day long for different disciplines so whatever you're there for there's always something to do it's coming right around the corner
1: speaking of i don't know if it's in your notes Talk a little bit about the vendor area because your vendor area appeals to a wide range of people. You're not just walking in and it's just like pinball, you know, boards out of thirty year old pinball machines. You know, that's that's kind of not what you all attract. Talk about that for a second.
5: We try to have a very wide range uh, of vendors every year. Some of our vendors come back with us year after year because they have developed a following. Mm-hmm. They always have unique items. We try to have both cart collecting vendors with collectible console carts controllers systems then you have artists that 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 Develop unique art, both. And they in, always go over real big in this genre and others. Uh, some of them will do commission work, and every year we get new vendors as well that we that we've either auditioned or that have bring something unique to the table. And so there's plenty to buy. Uh, we fill two rooms with vendors. There's always something to peruse and shop uh, and buy something for your nerd on your list.
2: <laughs> uh, Corey, that would be my entire yeah. family. Yeah. So that, that's
4: how we enjoy yeah. shopping at the event. Oh, so yeah. 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 yeah, So do I. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I do we, too. we wish we had more free time during the event
2: because they just
4: bring incredible stuff yeah, yeah they do
2: yeah one one thing that uh that i've always really enjoyed and, and i need to i need to look this year and pay special attention is i love the i love the vendors that do stickers they do like all the character stickers and the logo stickers and, and just everything like that. Yeah, we have I'm,
5: we have several that are in those styles. Yeah, I'm just, I'm
2: just I'm just I'm just real high on that. I, I love I love stickers. That's so, yeah,
5: cool. We have you know people that do etched glasses and yeah. We have people that do 3D printing and all sorts of. Uh, but this year there's probably four or five different at least cart vendors that are bringing all sorts of collectible stuff and. Oh, good. Uh, and that always goes over very well. Yeah. There are a lot of people that love to to buy and trade, bring your stuff out for trade. They'll yeah. always trade with you. Yeah. One big announcement we have, one of our vendors is going to bring if anybody remembers the original ice cold beer, Mm -hmm. Uh, which was a vertical play field move small ball bearings up and drop them into holes it hasn't been made in probably 25 or 30 years it is being remanufactured uh, as a whole new product using modern components we should have the first production models of those for sale at the Louisville arcade expo in the vendor area Oh, that is cool so we're very excited to to promote that
1: i've seen Pictures from Iapa where they were demoing it, yeah. so they're ready for production. It
5: is then. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's awesome! They'll be yeah. at the yes show. Yes,
2: it is. Yes, it is. You know that oh. that game has developed such a following, just almost like a cult following over time. It's, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It's, it's a it, really it, unique it, piece. It yes. really is. Yeah. It, it, it's fun.
1: And I, I'm so back here. when you going? Oh, because that man, I'm gonna have to look hard at that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I don't blame I,
1: you. I've got several people that come to mind right now that, yeah.
5: that brand new in the box
1: that are like, if you ever come across one. Uh-huh. You know,
5: and they've, they've gone up a lot in value because yep. they didn't make many. They made money on locations. Yep. So yeah. operators held on to them, bringing them back, and having a brand new one in the box that you can have for your home, arcade, or bar is a lot of fun.
2: You know, one of my biggest collecting regrets, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this right now. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So you destroyed is this one. I sold a game for 200 bucks? No, or no I passed on I've got no, so many a truckload of those. You
5: you them for down, $50? Right?
2: It's, it's close. You but, destroyed it. Yeah. No, I didn't destroy it, but... Um, I was uh I was buying some games out of Danville, Kentucky. My truck was loaded full. I couldn't just couldn't hold any more and I was not going to make another trip. I was I was done. So that computer space sat there? No, that yeah. ice cold beer sat there. Oh, and, no. and you know what the guy priced it at to me? Five hundred bucks. $50 oh so, yeah and if I it just, wasn't for witnesses I'd beat you right yeah. now <laughs> uh,
5: but we've all had that
2: yeah, there's yeah. always you know and, and the thing about it is now it didn't work it, it still it, it doesn't matter that matter and, and all that it, yeah. but it doesn't you know, matter. You, you know
1: what you do with the belts it's windshield
2: washer tubing. Oh, yeah. that would Sprayer work. tubing. Yeah, that would work. But anyway, uh, that's, that's... It, was, it the, was a
4: different time. Don't beat yourself <laughs> up. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's, good. It was We've all a different that time. Happen. Yeah,
2: but that, that's the self-deprecating segment of the show right there. So. my well, favorite part. you yeah. are going <laughs>
4: to you, you come out, and you're gonna, you might have to
5: take home one of these new inbox ones. Boom.
2: I, I don't know, man. I I, I want to tell you guys, I'm pretty full
1: up right now. now do, you know, so. if, do you know if they're doing just the ice-cold beer art, or are they going to do the Zeke's All
5: I've art? seen is ice-cold okay. beer. Yeah, that's all I've I don't know about the other all alternative yeah.
1: i'm so interested i'm quizzing them you know it's like well, i didn't make it i don't know I, i'm, I'm sure what. you could
5: express interest in
1: it from them and <laughs> i
2: mean you need to start can't. counting your money buddy start counting uh, that money
1: i'm thinking uh, oh, that's a whole other conversation yeah. go ahead gentlemen.
2: Go. <laughs> uh another big
5: uh, exciting item we always have is a raffle on both friday and saturday it's, it'll be a surprise what uh-huh. we have raffling uh we'll probably announce it on the website uh, once we get closer to the show but
2: uh, people really enjoy taking part in the raffle every yes, year yes yes Raffles are always fun and a good deal for everybody. And and, and I'm just thinking back, um, thinking back last year. Now, you guys had the VR Mario Kart track. Is that going to make another return this year? Because that was... It was how on the list that last year we... I, mean, I had oh, a,
4: we yes. with that. Yes, yes. yes. So we're so okay, glad to good. hear you had a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely coming back, and it's going to be a lot of fun just like it was. You know, yeah. the AR augmented reality yeah. Mario Kart where yeah. you control a real live kart, yeah, and you can see what it sees as you play through, yeah. and, or you can stand up and look at it as it goes across the floor. Yeah. We got a lot of really positive feedback on that. And yes. That's an area that we're wanting to do more of is kind of have unique experiences in those little side rooms because it's not yeah. just arcade and ball although they are you know kind of the stars of the show we like to have fun things in each of those little side rooms so mario kart live definitely coming back
1: fantastic you know what blew my mind about that and i guess it shouldn't because it's nintendo and nintendo if they're, they're, gonna they're do
2: masters it, at their trade when yes, it comes to if, that if yes.
1: they're gonna do it they're gonna do it right yeah. and i was just shocked at how well it worked how responsive it was, you know, you weren't having like constant Bluetooth connectivity problems. It just
2: worked. We
4: worked yeah. very hard to make that happen. Oh, did, yes. Oh, there, really? there were issues actually, so yes. I, that thank you for oh, saying really? that. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes, we had to iron those out. Yeah, yeah, we iron a lot of that out. Yo, yeah. Well,
1: I can see doing that, expecting to have just. John Q. Public.
5: It's designed to be in people's homes. Yeah. So when you got a lot of signals all in one room, there was a lot of fine-tuning
1: to get that to. Okay, but still, it worked really well. Oh, thank you. And it was helpful. We
4: were very proud of it. Yeah. There's going to be more fine-tuning, too, so be prepared. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. (laughs) Could be even better. All you need to do is just put it in a Faraday cage. I mean...
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. Wrap the whole room
1: in foil. You know, you're good. I mean, let's just do it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, you guys did a great job because, I, I mean grace and i we sat down and we played and we got back in line and played again and i mean outside of just cars you know running into the barriers or flipping over it the, the whole thing that's a driver that's a driver issue yeah it, I is. think so, yeah it is but the whole thing just moved people really well so i, I didn't to brent's point i didn't see any hiccups or anything like y'all that ever considered, Great,
1: de- well. y'all ever considered designing attractions for disney just saying oh man <laughs>
2: Well, let's
5: get through a little of Arcade Expo. Okay. All right, fair enough.
2: All right, fair enough. I, I, I think that's yeah, that's a good
5: answer. We do, we do like adding unique experiences that you can't have it at home. Uh, we realize that people enjoy playing their consoles and playing online, but there's something about playing in a room full of people yeah. and doing something that is sometimes hard to do in people's living rooms or whatever. So we set up the whole room to play th- something like Mario Kart, which is very unique. A lot of people didn't buy it. It didn't sell all that well. Mm-hmm. We thought it was just amazing uh and really would make a great attraction
2: yeah yeah no i, I think that was the right call because that's just it, it, it's something that i've not seen at any other convention and you guys pulled it off really well thank on top you. of that thank yeah. you very much yeah. Yeah. Pool, yeah pool noodles make it happen <laughs> hey man i'll tell you what they're soft you know yeah, yeah. they yeah. work great they're, they're handy for so many things <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: We're going to have our our indie dev group come back and showcase some of the new games that they're working on, and a lot of times they'll do very, very unique things. Now, they haven't given us their full list of what they're going to bring yet, but one of those side rooms, again, don't ignore the side rooms. They have really fun things in there. Yeah, don't sleep on the side rooms. Don't sleep on the side rooms. Yeah. In years past, they've had kind of almost like the power pad, Uh kind of a a standing controller, Yeah. and they'd hooked up an arcade, uh, basically a super gun, and had it hooked up to, I think, Marvel vs. Capcom. And so two people played on each team and somebody was up, down, left, right. Somebody else was the six buttons to, you know, punch, kick, mm-hmm. low, medium, high, et cetera, et cetera. And watching people basically dance <laughs> to fight each other was a lot of fun, for at least for me. That type of stuff will be coming back and, you know, just simple, fun, unique games that yeah it would be a nice time killer on your on your phone but to be playing it in a big cabinet with other folks or in a more unique way it's a, it's a whole lot of fun so we're really excited what the indie devs are going to do and and bring that for uh for this year's lax so
1: is that going to be in a side room and i say a side room just that that hallway
4: yeah that hallway, yeah, right that hallway. The, yeah. all
5: the small rooms yeah, off yeah. the main hall
4: and, okay and again we'll still have a lot of the consoles set up that everybody knows and loves and wants to play, too. That will all be there as well. But we're, we're wanting to do a little bit more unique, fun things
5: this Br- year. Bringing all the 8-bit consoles back, the 16-bit consoles, the yep. 32-bit consoles, some of the what we now consider retro, like Wii and Wii U G- your, and Xbox your, 360. Those are now retro. Hush your mouth right now. The 360 uh. Land station last year yeah. was extremely popular, playing four- or eight-player 360 yeah. games yep. locally. That's not something most people did on their 360s because most people didn't have four or eight 360s. Yep. Uh, so being able to play uh, multiplayer shooters or any other game like that on a 360 oh, with, that's where it's with at. seven of your best friends, bring your friends out, bring your family out. We'll have a, a whole
4: bunch of games going on those all weekend long. Yeah. And an and area we always, um, I don't know why, but we, we forget to talk about how great it actually is, is our PC area. Yeah, And so, the retro
2: you, computing area. Yes, yeah.
4: yes, yeah. classic computers. I mean, obviously we'll have the Apple to set up if you want to go to Oregon Trail we got you we yeah. got you you're right there
2: one, one thing I'll say is Philip and Kirk do a lot and I'm sure that there's more than just those two guys working on it but they they always I, I see them in there every year you know year in and year out just manning that station and I know they do a lot of work
4: oh they do a ton well, and, yes. and thank you for bringing that up because without their help and some of the other folks that I was Eric yeah uh Max Brent. Not you, Brent. Yeah. We, you're not the only Brent we know. <laughs> we have so many folks that, that help, and it's just... Yeah. Uh, yeah w- w- without our volunteers, we couldn't make it
5: happen.
2: Yeah.
4: The the classic computer room has just about everything you could want to play. If you want to do the 16-player LAN, mm-hmm. that is, it's similar to Halo and those types of first-person shooter type games. Unreal Tournament 99, just absolute classics. Commodore 64s. We have Amiga set up, the old Atari, mm-hmm. like 800 and mm-hmm. 1200, the TI-99, MSX. We have so many retro, you, fun yeah. computers, and we never talk about them, but they're so all, much fun. Yeah. Do you
1: all have any just like old school DOS computers? I, I've noticed yeah. it seems like a lot of yeah, people... We set up DOS. A lot of people. Oh, I'm saying this. It, it, but it's, hot, I'll, it's hot right now. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. I only really, DOS is hot. Was, DOS, is, DOS hot. is back.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. PC PC CD ROM based gaming is. Yeah, we set yeah, up we set time. up quite
5: a few P- DOS PCs yeah. playing okay. Wing Commander or yeah know, whatever of the era that people want to play. Yeah,
1: there's yeah. only a couple gaming podcasts I listen to, and one of them, Rob O'Hare. I, I know Whitney, you've you've listened mm-hmm. to some of Rob's shows. Oh, yeah, he recently started a show playing DOS games. It's kind of a common thing that I've that I've noted the last year.
2: Yeah. Dos seems to be. That's cool. Dos games. Oh, that's cool. All yeah. of a sudden are like, "Oh wow, look at this." Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, it's almost a lost skill like optimizing Dos to the point where you can play you can play like all these different games and making oh, sure I've that the there. system runs. Oh yeah, yeah. Spent years doing that. Loved it. It was it. it
1: was more of a challenge to make the game play than it was to play the game. A lot of times, a lot of times. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah. yeah. Especially if you didn't have the best hardware. We had a two eighty six when I was a kid. So let me tell you, that was tough. That was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. Yeah. When it all was. your friends were rolling those forty six DX, <laughs> and you're and you're, you're begging to come With, over and play Warcraft. Yeah. Seriously.
1: Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Oh, I remember. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: those were oh, the days, got, man. he got a man. DX, man. and all you had was
5: a PC speaker, no admin. Oh, yeah. Little
2: PZO speaker, man. Just
1: yeah.
4: But I did have Battle Chest.
1: So that was I, I remember trying to justify the money to jump up to a 144 modem. Oh, like, oh my nice, gosh. Nice. Yeah.
4: Oh nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean that talking about
2: ooh. anyway. Yeah, those are days gone by.
4: To piggyback off a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we also like to do is, I don't know if you all have noticed, but they keep releasing these new retro mini systems. Yep. So we've been trying to pick up a lot of those too, so that if you know if you didn't want to spend the money yourself, you could always know that we would have them for you to play at our show. Okay. So a couple that we've picked up, they're actually really, really nice, are the candy cab ones. So so Joe, just real quick,
2: not to interrupt you, but I will. <laughs> it's, all,
4: it's all good, brother. <laughs>
2: oh, I have questions, go ahead. It's your show. It, it, well, well I, I have seen so many different sizes of these cabinets, they they go from the, they go from the small yeah, this, versions. Whitney, this, this is an audio medium. Go ahead. Don't, very, okay, yeah. no, it's great. He,
1: he's putting <laughs> his hands out. Yeah, trying I'm putting, to show. I'm putting my hands <laughs> Bigger out. Bigger than a bread box. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Describing how many Commodore sixty four
1: stacked is. It?
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I mean, how big are these? Are are they are the like. 8th scale 16th scale I mean are, are they are they the small sizes that just fit just like on, on a tabletop or are they quarter size I mean are they like half the size of an arcade one up I mean ha-
5: they're the smaller size they're the smaller yeah, yeah. they're okay. smaller it's a good question you're talking about the more collectible larger ones like yes. the Dragon's Lair and- yes yeah. definitely yeah. Yes. The, these are more for uh you can play them some of them have small screens yeah but you generally put it
4: up on a television
2: gotcha which is what so this these are for the more casual play correct yes 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 Yes.
4: Yes. okay and and the ones that we're trying to pick up are the ones that may not have come out of out of anywhere but japan okay so like the taito egret 2 which has a bunch of taito games from you know bubble bobble i'm trying to think of some of the other great ones but that's all I play when I turn it on. <laughs> um, well, you don't need much else, Arcanoid.
2: <laughs> yeah. We found others. Joe's Dr. Mario. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Arkanoid's a strong... Yeah. yeah. It's a strong get right there. It's so a good
4: game. It, it's cool to have those set up and then we, we've got the uh, a couple of the Sega ones too. So the Sega ones have... I think like Virtual Fighter, Space Harrier. So these
1: are things that aren't necessarily stateside?
4: Some of them. Yeah, they came here or they have different games
1: here. Or they 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 had a a
4: limited release or something like that. So we like to set some of those up so folks get a chance to play some of that stuff. And if they get excited, maybe they'll buy one. We we
5: also obviously we add NES minis, Super Nintendo minis, Genesis minis. Okay. So those all-in-one systems that are, you know, retro themed from the manufacturer. Yeah. It's an all-in-one. Yeah. Yeah, and they usually have
4: about thirty games or so. So
1: my opinion on those systems is I like them because Mm -hmm. it brings people into the hobby. Somebody that has nostalgia for something and well, I don't want to go out and buy an arcade game. Well, I'll try this, and then before you know it, you've got another convert.
5: They were very popular yeah, so, for Nintendo, oh yeah. and they're they're very popular with the years we've had them at the show. So we continue to bring them back because people enjoy playing them. Yeah,
1: I would have actually. Whitney and I talked about it. I wanted a Nintendo Mini, but you couldn't get one. And you know, they had me of all thing of all people, they had me sold. And I, I wanted it for Zelda. That, oh that's yeah, that's the one Nintendo. I didn't have any My cousin did, and I borrowed it from her when she quit playing, and I played zelda so yeah nintendo had me sold but i couldn't get product hmm. so i just i just so <laughs> wow. then i just dug up nez, i just dug up a nez and in <laughs> a zelda cart Nailed and I, you know resolved it yeah but oh anyway. yeah. yeah yeah No. Anyway, no, no. yeah i see merit
4: in it yeah i think they're awesome Yeah. people love it people have yep. a really fun time playing it it's, it's hard uh, and i'm trying to think of some of the best things to talk about that folks may not have heard of but one one of the new things along the retro but not quite retro line is we're also gonna be setting up a retro racing simulator. So this isn't gonna be a super fancy, you know, with a big huge chair folds out and you've got all the steering and all the, the gear shifting and force feedback, but it's gonna be really cool because it's going to be on an Xbox 360. And it takes four monitors, all side by side by side, including one for your rear view. Oh, wow. And it is powered by four Xbox 360s and four copies of Forza 4. Okay. So how wow. many times can I say four
5: <laughs> in,
4: the, in the next four? Forza 4. So, so that's
1: so, that's something that sounds like was built into the game, but not accessible to the average person. Most you people
4: had, wouldn't have had four consoles. Yeah, you'd
1: had to have four consoles, yeah. yeah.
4: It may sound goofy to non-racing sim players, but it's a lot of fun. It is really fun because it, it feels like you're actually in the front seat of a car yeah because you can look you can quickly and easily look and be like oh somebody's trying to pass me on the left hit the gas i passed up at an auction of course you're like oh,
1: i would have paid that for that game but you don't know how much the person that won it would have paid while this sold for 500 it could have sold for 2000 i've passed up a ferrari uh was it F3- at 355 yeah. oh man the three oh, monitor wow. those yeah. are beautiful your
5: back appreciates that you're not winning
1: this i game. was yeah. looking at that and there is, I that. mean, it would have been that whole corner of the basement, but it's, it's very immersive. Yes. Oh yeah. Those oh, are yeah. awesome. I yeah. think
4: you
5: can
1: link those together too. Like
5: I those. believe
4: you can. Oh man. Yeah. That's slick.
5: So this is, this is the home version of that, but having yeah, three but screens, same way. Yeah. And then one additional on top for your
4: rear view.
1: So it's a very unique experience. Yeah. yeah. So and 100%. Again,
4: it could be a similar situation that you're talking about where someone's never seen that before plays it, has a great time and says, Hey, you know what? I may look into modern racing simulators. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, gentlemen, I think
1: we've touched on... I've got one more. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I I hit all the bullets here. Go ahead.
5: So, in the arcade area, we always have the latest and greatest from all of the pinball manufacturers. Uh, We'll have 007 James Bond from Stern Pinball. We'll have the latest games, including Hot Wheels, from American Pinball. And from Spooky Pinball, we will have Scooby Doo, their latest. Oh wow! Release. Oh wow! Really? So make sure. Interesting. Make sure you come out. And,
2: that. That's pretty sweet. That's a that's a good guess. That For is sure. a really good get. Absolutely. Yes. How did you guys finagle that? They know people. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> trade, okay.
1: trade secrets. Come on. Trade, trade secrets. <laughs> Corey gave me the eye. Like, did he ask that? <laughs> I can't tell him that. <laughs> no. Have you played Hot Wheels, Whitney? Uh, one time. I do enjoy me some Hot Wheels. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. You can have it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair enough. All the
5: the latest pinball will be at the show. Okay, good.
1: Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. You, know, you can keep your Donkey Kong too. in.
2: I he? will I will and, He's, he just turned the knife little guys yeah
1: you want to talk about weird al <laughs>
2: <laughs> no I really do I love his music um, so, so is there opportunities for for like show pricing on games and there things is like check that? Yeah, yeah check
5: the check the website okay, uh, good. Stern generally offers uh, show discounts yeah on uh, new box that are are displayed at the show if you check Facebook and the website you'll see or contact us and we'll get you hooked up there is a limited time when that's yeah. available yeah certain, no, the, Only only certain number games.
2: Yeah. No, that's great. The the whole pinball alley concept always shows well at LAX because it's just nice having all those new games because it just creates a certain vibe there on the floor, I think, that that's just really kind of hard to it's hard to replicate with I, I don't know, with with just a bunch of random games. It's it's like all the new games there just spun out in the circles and stuff. They they just show well. So that's good. Glad, so
1: glad to hear it. One thing we haven't touched on is the general show floor what I want to spotlight is bring games. That's a driving, in my opinion, that's a, a driving force of a, a large part of the show. We, Am I overselling no, it? No,
5: we really appreciate uh, people bringing games out. Uh, if you'd like to, you can check our website. There's a link to sign your games up or contact us. It's a lot of fun seeing other people play your games and most of us have a lot of games at home that don't get played all that often. Mm-hmm. But bringing a game or yeah. two out to the show, uh, you get free admission uh, for the whole weekend. Seeing little kids play your games yeah. is—it's got a there's a good feeling to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you I can be proud it. of. Uh, we like really unique stuff. If, you ha- if you'd like to bring something out, we would love to have it. And be sure to hit us up.
1: I always try to bring. Some oddball things, things that a lot of people won't see. You bring the best stuff. We love it. We love it. (laughs) He just, he he said that because he's here. He tells every podcaster (laughs) that.
5: (laughs) <laughs> and at, but, at the end of every show, too, we offer, uh, we give prizes away for best arcade, best pinball. There's yeah. a whole list. There's uh, both trophies and prizes. So we, we really appreciate people bringing a lot of the stuff. You know, if we had to bring all of our uh, ourselves, it would be very difficult to mm-hmm. do. People being able to bring out a Dance Dance Revolution or some of these driving games or a collection of electromechanical pinballs. Yeah. Play Choice 10 tw- Twin. Just some of the stuff we, we just couldn't possibly do. We appreciate people bringing stuff stuff it out and making it possible.
1: And, and there's an incentive for that. You bring a game and you get admission for the weekend. You, so, you do.
5: Each game yeah. gets you free admission
1: for the weekend. Yeah. I would second everything you said. I, From my seat, from my experience, I'd like to contribute to the show. None Whitney, he, he does the same as well. But there is something to be said for just wandering around the floor, and I've done it, where my games are lined up just to see other people enjoy the games. And the way you all do the, the show floor, when the show is running, where the general arcade pinballs are, the lights are down and there's always this atmosphere it's very electric we try to make
5: it like an arcade it's experience. like an arcade yeah. it is yeah
1: it is it is a sight to behold and if you're capable i would please bring games that i'm making that appeal for you all
5: just hit us up on if you have any questions or specific concerns about your game or power requirements just please set us up through the website we'll be happy to answer any questions and, and
2: get you signed up I'll say whoever brings the DDR every year I, I want to personally thank you some years it's some been point. two yeah, oh, Yes, it, yes that's has. a lot of work I've, it is a lot of work I have
1: just like realigned the the dance pad on mm-hmm. a, a DDR on mm-hmm. several mm-hmm. occasions it's like it's shifted and I need to that's enough
2: <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, like I want go- go- no more of it
4: I, I golf, golf have, clap <laughs> I have moved one one time and, and it's a lot of effort and, yes. and, and, and
1: he's mm-hmm. no longer friends with that person
4: <laughs> We know him still We, we know, know him
1: We acknowledge yeah. him If we see him in Walmart He's a good man You know <laughs> it,
2: Name's Jeff it's, it's funny because Every year my daughter My daughter she She just Brings it up again and again, Daddy. When can we get a DDR? And it's like, oh my and I, gosh!
1: And I, right. and I glom onto that, and I yeah. make it terrible for you.
2: Yeah. <gasps> and you know, something. All things being equal, I would love to have a DDR, but it's. I, I don't think it's going to happen inside the house. Put it next, right next to your three fifty five challenge. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's where it goes. Twin, two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Head to head, head to head, exactly. So,
1: gentlemen, I know we've touched on a lot of things are we leaving anything out
5: just the fun just the fun come, come to the show and have just some fun show
2: up buy a uh, ticket
1: and show up so again the dates are march 10th 11th 12th uh here in louisville is that well if i say louisville it, all intents and purposes of louisville to jay town there it's louisville. okay yes, i don't yes. want to, yeah. everything on, is louisville. only
4: the locals are going to know about jay
5: yeah right? that's yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that is a good come point. on now yeah this, this it's at is at the true. triple
5: crown pavilion as it's been for the last and, and number of years
1: yeah the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Check out the website. It's uh, louisvillearcade.com. And then the Facebook page. We'll have links in our show notes. Our
5: Instagram. You can
4: hit us up on Instagram. You're all, oh, really? Oh,
1: really? really? oh, sure. Oh, what's, yeah. what's the detail on that, the Instagram? You're all in with the
4: Insta. It's a Really, It's a tough name. Okay. It's Louisville. Yeah arcade okay expo
2: can you spell that for me please
4: <laughs> put the at symbol in front
2: <laughs> you, okay. got, oh, you got that. that oh is that the secret okay let me i'm just gotta, shocked you
1: got that it wasn't like louisville arcade uh, expo 72 or something
4: yeah it's are we our, our accounts are old actually i think our twitter accounts from 2010 maybe it? yeah. yeah
2: it's it's that whole ad sign that messes me up and i got a backspace over all of that okay but I'll, I'll get there all right if you see a new follower it's me instagram facebook twitter and
1: the, and the website and the website mm-hmm. yeah. okay Awesome. Awesome. When you all do your announcements, I usually see the Facebook one. I'm not a big Facebook user. I'm I'm on there for a couple things going on here recently. Little Arcadex will be in one. So I'm sure... All your announcements across all the social medias, right? So we appreciate, yeah, we appreciate you following us. All right, Thank gentlemen. You guys, appreciate it. Well, uh, uh, you know, as I like to say, it's all over but the crying, which means <laughs> the show is the show is fast approaching, and guys, I
2: can't I can't wait. Thank you yeah. so much for having I'm so us. Excited, yeah,
5: letting us talk about it, and we look forward to
4: seeing everybody out yeah. in March.
2: Well, thanks for spending the time with us, guys. We appreciate. Mm-hmm. it. Thank
4: you. We appreciate you too. Yeah,
2: likewise.
1: So Whitney, I had a ball sitting down with the LAX guys oh, again. Yeah,
2: yeah it, it was it was great. I mean, it's always nice to sit and just chat with them like that. Even you know, even if there's some questions they can't answer, yeah. I think we, <laughs> I think we probably pushed well, I, I probably pushed on them a little harder on on a like Scooby Doo question than I should have and stuff like that. But but I was interested. Yeah, well, I, and I, I, I was the, curious.
1: There, it's like anything else. Yeah. They're um, well, I guess maybe not like everything else. Yeah, but they're they're far enough out from the show that things are still shaking out things can change change. you know they don't want to say something that it may not turn out or there's still things in the works that are going to be announced so I totally get it
2: and stuff that they didn't talk about here tonight even because you know they're still working on it but it's it's always good to sit and talk with them because I just very very seldom if ever get an opportunity to talk with them outside of the show so I so it's I enjoy catching up I I see Joe I didn't this
1: year because I was actually out of town I see Joe he makes a yearly stop by the Griffith estate here uh-huh yeah uh, Joe and his mom are avid gardeners yeah and uh, um, I think that to me I mean that that's really cool that they've got that thing that they, they share. And yeah I mentioned on the show I've got chickens. Mm-hmm. And I do that because it was something my grandfather did. That's yeah. my tie to it. Yeah, People there you go. do you sell eggs? Would you I've never sold an egg in my life. Yeah. I just give them away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Except for now, I mean we're at the point where a, 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 <laughs> yeah. a Tesla and a and a carton of eighteen eggs are about equivalent. They're, they're about you know?
2: equivalent, yes.
1: Yes. But um I do that. That's, that's a tie I have to my family,
2: Tesla, but <laughs> you, you, you make the call Tesla eggs. Well, I, yeah, depending upon where, I don't know, man, depending upon the, the time of the day, I'd make two completely different calls, you know, I can see that. That's yeah. a valid point. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, but Joe, uh, my chicken manure goes to Joe and his mom and that's used to, to, uh, What's the word? It's been a long day. Fertilize. fertilize yeah, yeah, that's used to fertilize their gardens.
2: Yeah, yeah. It must be some high quality H2O. Oh, yeah. That his. Uh, when, when he first
1: realized I had chickens, he was like, "Do you what, what do you do with the?" I'm like, "It's just in a pile in the back." Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> the, the apparently there was this legend in the family of the best <laughs> years they had a garden is when they had chickens. The tastiest tomatoes were when they had chickens, right? Uh, yeah, and they they would take the manure and put it in the, and uh, um, so yeah, every year, and I'm 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 just glad it this. Uh, no pun intended I'm glad it doesn't go to waste yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like all my food scraps and um, all the chicken manure goes in a in a compost, compost bin out in the back yeah, yeah. and um, it started a friend of mine was actually gonna use some of my property out in the back and she was going to put up a garden and it just never materialized and I've got to put it somewhere
2: yeah yeah Yeah. I get so it. Yeah. Um, um, there it all works out it oh, cool. all
1: comes around anyway
2: I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna hit, hit up Joe for some tomatoes, then, man. That's that's what I <laughs> Oh, need. he sent me pictures. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's that, phenomenal. That's that's really cool. I like that.
1: Uh, the 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 segment title I put in
2: there just for you, Whitney. <laughs> news, email, Spider Man, and other stuff I do not care about. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's funny. Um, <laughs> I do care about the news and the email. Yeah. Then it, that's where it ends. That's where it ends. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because uh, I did not. I didn't copy this out. Out in time but we had somebody message us on the facebook page i think it was jake danzig if i'm not mistaken and jake said he goes man you guys are all wrong on spider-man <laughs> and and i and i did reply <laughs> Wait, to me him. guys or you guys no both of us he was okay. he, he was thinking that both of us are down on Spider Man and I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 I'm, no, I am, no, no, no. I'm like, no, there's there's technicality here because I'm high on Spider Man. I love my Spider Man. It's brand. <laughs> it's not high on Spider Man. And I'm like, there's a whole different discussion there. Yeah, Spider
1: Spider Man slowly, not slowly. It was like, have you have you ever been in a situation where suddenly, like an auto accident, and time. Seems to run slow, and you know it's going to happen. Yeah. It's just happening. Well, so what was the three movies? It was...
2: uh Homecoming. Homecoming. Far From Home, and then No Way yeah, Home. Yeah, he's got all this about
1: homes. Yeah. So Far From Home was that moment when I'm like, I'm going to hit this truck. I'm yeah. going to hit this truck. And then No Way Home is when I T-boned that truck. <laughs> and it was Um, or that truck t-boned me i think the
2: truck would t-bone yeah Yeah. it's like here it
1: comes here it comes and i I just man i have not consumed any marvel content since then that is just i I, don't it's fair now i'm excited about ant-man yeah i i love me some ant-man i i do i like the concept of scott lang and scott lang is a character i like how paul rudd plays the character yeah scott lang's backstory and how much he's He's devoted to his daughter, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how much of it follows the movie, uh, uh, like uh, um, uh, Pims. Just his general attitude. His he he reminds me of my uncle Johnny. Okay. The the, the person from which the Panther, yeah, the, the show Panther, show <laughs> mascot, other yeah. than Hartley came from.
2: I I love. Me some Ant Man. Yeah. Well, I, it, the rest of it I don't care about. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know that's that's all fair. I, I mean, I'm so I'm, I'm excited
1: about that okay, when Quantum hits.
2: Okay. Good. Good. Um, the 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 only thing I, I'm curious as to how they represent Kang in that movie though because um isn't Kang wasn't he the enemy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
1: that no, was uh, Krang that was Krang <laughs> okay yes, all right sorry, yes, sorry. Yes, that, that
2: was Kang <laughs> this is this is Kang the Conqueror okay yeah and uh I'm curious how they represent him because uh he's um he's actually a variant of of one of the characters, uh, crank you know, <laughs> no, in, in, uh, in the Loki series. So, cause we, we actually met Kang's variant, um uh, like in the first, Loki, in the Loki, you Disney plus series, Disney plus series, yeah, not yes. in the comic book series. Uh, I don't know about the comic book series, but okay. in, in the Disney plus, in the Disney plus, uh, series. Yes. I see my, my thing is I, I just have not been able to keep up, with the myriad of threads in sagas in the comic world. I just, you know, after yeah. so many years, I just hopped out, but it didn't cause me to love the, the characters any less. I just kind of stopped reading, you know? So anyway, I, I, I'm a big fan of the Marvel content. I love it. I I, I just, I dearly love it, but oh, wait, don't get me
1: wrong. Yeah. I liked it too. I know you and I've discussed one of my other negatives is, um, a dark moment in the MCU was
2: like Iron Man three, yeah. and we
1: we discussed yeah the, the the suit become a trope
2: yeah the you suit, know the, it, that movie bothered me because the suit became a trope right. And and I did not like how they disrespected I felt like it, I felt like they kind of disrespected the suit and I didn't like that yeah yeah like it, the the standout for me and they did this
1: trick they did this trick this trope yeah. a, a thousand times was. Um, He's auto, he's remote piloting one of the suits Yeah, and it gets hit by a, a truck a, and it falls into it pieces, just falls into pieces, like, like his human body is the one holding the suit together. Yeah.
2: yeah. That, I will agree that, it just, that mm. when I saw, when I saw Iron Man three in the theaters, I, I had super high expectations because the way the, the way the trailer was cut it it showed all the awesome parts, you know, (laughs) the trailer was the movie. Well, (laughs) yeah, trailer was the best part of the movie. The the trailer was the best part of the movie, but I I won't say that, but the trailer, the trailer had some of the real high action scenes in it that, that really translated well to generate some, some, uh, some excitement for, for me, for the movie. And I remember sitting in the, in the theater watching the movie. And after that awesome, awesome, um, you know, scene, or I, I guess, I, I guess, kind of, um, what would be the right word for that, Brent? That, that, that uh, segment, that, uh, segment, uh, maybe, or the, that I, what, what, so what was the, we, it was, it was the part of the movie where, um, where the, the Air Force One had exploded in air and everybody fell out of the plane. They were yes. sucked out of the plane. Yeah. And then he, then then I thought it was Tony in the suit, but the suit was flying around and catching everybody. Yeah. It like magnetizing them together. It, it, yeah, yeah it, it electrified everybody's So everybody's they, got, they took so, a grip. So yeah. they got a grip and then it, it created like this big human net that Iron Man then lowered into the, you know, the, the lowered into the, uh, into the river there, and uh, or into the bay, and the, the visuals on that whole that whole series or that that whole that whole scene, I guess, was just amazing because it just it had like a lot of wide sweeping shots of him flying around and everything. It, the physics on it were good. Sequence that was where Sequence, the, that was. Yeah. Thank you. Sequence. That's it. That, that whole sequence is just good because you could see like, you, you could see like the 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 smoke entrails from his boots and everything as he was flying. It just felt very, very physics. It felt correct physics wise. I, I and I loved it because of that. And then then the suit he flies in front of the truck and the suit explodes. And I, no joke, I'm sitting in the theater. And I'm and I, I just shake my head and I almost got up and left the movie <laughs> at that spot. Oh, wow. and no joke, I did because that that was I I did not like that. I did not like how that went at all. And uh, it, it's there, Iron Man three, it's, take, it's taken a while for it to for, for me to become okay with it, and I I still don't really like you're, it. You're, there's suspension of reality, but there's only so much you can suspend
1: when it's within a world you have some.
2: Expectation of as how things will behave of
1: consistency of consistency yes in
2: in Shane Shane Black did not do that and I uh, (laughs) if we keep talking about this I'm gonna get mad (laughs) you're gonna get
1: Spider Man mad
2: yeah but far uh, No Way Home did that for me okay then I get that No Way Home did that for me I I I was just
1: like this this is this makes the especially the way it ended yeah this makes no logical sense. You can't, even when happy. I think I said this when I first railed on it. Yeah, so many shows ago. Happy standing at at May's grave. Happy would have never known May if uh, if it wasn't for Peter. Yeah, but nobody yeah. knows who Peter is. But nobody so knows ha, who Peter ha, is. How, yeah. How did this happen? How, the, how did Happy? We don't, we don't we don't have answers for right. Those questions. I mean that was just one of yeah. uh, of umpteen things that were to just. I, through I, the whole movie, I was I, just like, whatever.
2: Yeah, and... Y'all just wanted to get all the Spider-Mans for, for, together. Fair enough, yeah. Well, they did do that. Yeah. They,
1: well, they did that Spoiler. really well.
2: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> all right, so... So anyway, back to the news.
1: Back to the news. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was a company called Ramp-O-Matic. All right. And I I, I don't know the people that are involved in Ramp-O-Matic. I think uh, you and I actually knew... Uh, or know a gentleman that had a lot to do with reproduction ramps for many years. And Mm -hmm. I think some of that tooling's moved on. I don't know if he's still involved. That's a good question. That was kind of a cottage industry of his. Uh, Then there was a company called Starship something. And I haven't looked them up in a while. I can't even remember enough of their. Starship Fantasy. That's what it was. And you could go out on their site and they offered a bunch of ramps. I haven't looked them up in forever. I don't even know if they're still around. Uh, But Ramblematic seems as if Whoever's behind this has been around for a little bit. I've seen the name here and there quite a bit. But what really caught my eye is they're doing, they're doing off-the-beaten trail ramps, ramps that a bunch of people want, but we've not been able to get. And I just like looking at the site. Now, right now, I'll tell you this, Whitney, this is one, I guess, a more of a mainstream that they do do. They do 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 do. (laughs) Is
2: they do ramps for tron's ah okay Um, that's that's nice because those are very hard to come by. Oh, are they as you know as the crow flies? Yes. Oh, see, I would have thought from stern like original ramps, plastic ramps for tron, very difficult to. Oh, I would have actually even thought they would have been like I could
1: have gone to Marco and gotten it. Not, not that I know of. Okay, all right. Well, they. Okay, so I'm way off base there. It, it, that, let's
2: put it this way. Anytime I've ever seen Marco, uh, it, you can go to Marco and search and find them, and they're always out of stock. Oh. I've, I've never seen anywhere where you can actually physically buy them and get them. So it's actually showed out of stock like at one time they could get it. It wasn't,
1: because I know Marco has a lot of stuff up that is a full reference. It's mm-hmm. like a parts
2: diagram. Yeah,
1: yep. So, oh, I'm, interesting. I'm going
2: to I'm going to search that right now so while we're talking.
1: Just looking at like, I looked at their data Eastern section in uh, checkpoint uh, ramps for checkpoint there uh, NASCAR you see a lot of NASCARs but I I didn't know that ramps weren't available here's one of the things that I know will make a lot of people happy uh, data East Hook not only the the skill shot ramp but the the big whirlpool ramp that I don't see a lot of hooks people that have them love them uh, and I think it's more of a being a fan of the movie Hook. Uh, but that ramp, that, the the big whirlpool ramp, is always blown out
2: on, on mm. the ones that I've seen. So mm. they have them. Mm. Um, Man, you know, and here's the thing. I've got to eat my words now. Marco's got the Tron ramps and stuff. <laughs> oh, do they? I, yeah, it's the first time I've ever seen these I wonder if stock. they get them from Rampomatic. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe they are now. Which So which Tron ramp are you looking at? Just So I'm, I'm looking at either the LEs or the pros. All right, so and, do you have, like, just tell me a ramp. LE left ramp, pro uh, yeah, what? Uh, LE, uh, LE right ramp. So what does it cost on Marco? Uh, on Marco, it is uh, three hundred dollars two
1: ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, on Matic it's one sixty
2: five. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay.
1: Uh, premium Le Right Ramp one sixty five. Premium Le Left Ramp one sixty five. Pro Right Ramp one sixty
2: five. Uh, all all four of the ramps are listed on Marco, and all of them are three hundred dollars each.
1: Oh, uh, here's the fourth Pro. Uh, all four of them are here, and they're one sixty five. Wow. Okay. There you go. Uh, Last Action Hero, uh, Torpedo Alley, which is a fun game, even though the, the back glass is just, it, it's a thing. But what really caught my eye, Whitney, they just did Back to the Future. Mm. Well, how about that? So I know that's a ramp that a lot of people have wanted. A couple of people, uh, one in particular, I know was really wanting it, and I'd already dropped him a note. And unfortunately, he
2: sold the game. Uh, it's but he's not the guy who bought your box, is it? bought my you, you remember at lax one guy bought your back to the Future. no box no no oh i guy- forgot it oh i gotta give him a shout just yeah. in case he, i bet he doesn't know either
1: okay fair enough no it, it um uh all right I'm glad dan. We made- no it's not dan i definitely oh i gotta give dan
2: a shout yeah i'm glad we made this connection
1: yeah, uh, yeah. So i'm glad you mentioned that so um but it was a, it was a sh- another show listener i don't know if dan listens to the show but it i, I knew that he'd had uh a back to the future and he was in need of a ramp. Okay. So what actually, when I reached out to him, he had scans of the artwork and he sent me the artwork scans. Now, the one thing I do notice about getting stuff from Rampomatic is if there's stickers, there's decals, they don't have, I don't, I'm not seeing decals, but if you need the ramp, you, and they've got, they've got a lot of, they've got okay. ramps. Oh, so that's good. definitely that's check good. out Ramplematic. Uh, my back to the future ramp is actually in pretty good shape. I'm gonna go ahead and buy one anyway. Yeah, just because yeah. I don't plan on selling this game, and um, I I I'd want to ramp because yeah. it's not gonna last forever. Yeah, yeah,
2: I get it. So it, and it may not be available for I don't I, who knows. I mean, medic, You would think if they go to the trouble that that it would be available for a while, but still.
1: Um. So the site's kind of basic. I'm I'm getting the feeling. I, I again, if anybody knows the history of this, it watching watching. On Facebook, and, and again, I'm not. I keep saying this, but yet I've referenced Facebook a couple of times in this show. I'm not a big Facebook user. I've had. I've been listening to stuff on Marketplace. Not not game related. Just stuff where I'm clearing out and things. You know, just general household type stuff. So. When you open Facebook, you're you're generally gonna see the first couple of stories that's on your timeline. Mm-hmm. And everything that bubbles to the top of mind is is arcade pinball related or dog rescues. <laughs> so yeah. I'm either sending a friend a picture of a dog because I know she's wanting a dog and it's just finding a dog. Or I'm I'm seeing Rampomatic or a couple other sites, you know, within that page before I get over to marketplace and to do my thing. So I've happened to catch as they've been posting ramps that they've been working on. And that's how I saw that they had Back to the Future available. Um, they've got a, several ramps here. They've got a bunch of Bally Midway Williams ramps. Um, they've got Stern Day to East ramps. Oh, yeah, I'm
2: looking on the site now. Uh, I mean, it's all kinds of ramps.
1: They do Gottlieb System 3 stuff. Like there's Hollywood Heat ramps in here and Spring Break, uh, Monte Carlo Gold Wings, uh, a lot of those games that, that I've seen it shows, but you just they're kind of patched up at times because you had yeah. to make do with what you had. Yeah, you yeah. know, I've got a set of Genesis ramps I bought of someone that did them on Claw of years ago because I've got a Genesis that I plan on keeping, mm-hmm. and I, it's like, but you where do you get them? If yeah. he's going to do them, I'm going to snap no, them you, up. You
2: got to, yep.
1: Um, so I'm almost wonder if if they're doing ramps and they're selling them. To some of the suppliers, I'm sure that's the case, and, and they've just got to the
2: point of putting their own side up. Yeah, I, I'm sure. That, I'm sure that's the case because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, can Marco and Coin Taker and Pinball Life, I mean, can they all can they all feasibly afford to build to you know cat do the molds and cast and or the vacuum form and everything like that for for their own version of these ramps? Because, I mean, Oh, you know, they're having to have a supplier. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're
1: having to have a, exactly. a, they have
2: to, they have to. Yeah.
1: One thing, another thing I, one, one of many things that they do have that I thought was kind of cool. Um, the ramps that they have that require flaps that look like they've got the flaps, the flaps already on them. Yeah. But they also saw, have, yeah I
2: saw that. Yeah. They
1: also have a ramp flap section and it looks like they're trying to build that out because they don't currently have any product in it. But, uh, in the site somewhere it's i'm not seeing it right off they actually offer you a rivet kit so i've had an occasion to have to try to rivet some flaps back on mm-hmm. and i'm kind of doing it by hand because i don't have a rivet press i don't have a specialty tool and basically what they're offering you is in the ri- the rivet trying to find the rivets is just confusing as all get out because <laughs> there's a billion types yeah. of rivet Boy, rivets, yeah, rivets 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 yeah. They're, they offer a kit that I'm assuming it's it's an assortment. So it's an assortment of what I'm, assu- I'm assuming they deem as your common pinball type rivets and then a basic punch. And then there's, a, there's like a, a, a how-to page here on their site to give you an idea how to basically hand rivet your ramp. You know, uh, you're not yeah. doing this production level. I got a ramp or I need to fix a flap. You're not doing a thousand of these in a day yeah, because you're yeah. basically doing it by hand and you're gently, um, you know, you're not going to whack it with a hammer, but you are doing it with a hammer. Yeah. And you're, so I'm assuming you're going to be gently driving this and taking a lot of time because you're doing it by hand by versus hand. a machine where you can just do it. Yeah. Yep. So they offer that, which I think is a, which is pretty cool. Cause that's something I know I fought with in the past.
2: I mean, it's, it's a great, I mean, it's a great resource. No doubt about it. Um, I'm sure that, I mean, how, how new, how new do you think they are? I have no idea. Okay. I have I've no idea. I've never heard of them up until tonight. So. I'm not even sure. But that doesn't really mean anything either. So.
1: I'm not even sure how I ended up finding them on Facebook. Cause I, I would have liked this page forever and a day ago. Again, I'm not super active, yeah. if active at all on Facebook. Yeah. I knew of them. I'd heard of them. And, um, it seems as if they were doing a lot of announcements recently, like working on this, working on this. And they, so they bubbled to the top. That's how I got to see them. Hmm. And then the back to the future one is where I was like, bingo.
2: Yeah. I I knew that was something that was really desired. Yeah. I'm curious as to how well known they are. I, Of course, that would require me to get on Yeah. (laughs) and start start researching the answer to a question. I'm not really so sure that I need to be spending time on. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go on a limb here. Looking at these ramps, there's a. I mean,
1: we're not talking simple shape. There's there's several games that have very simple shaped ramps. Whether it's a a slightly you know a slightly arching curve or. There, there's a lot of these that are very complex shapes. Oh, yes.
2: Very intricate.
1: Yes. And, and I'm going to have to say that they have some sort of experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to limb my guesses is that that you know, just looking at some of these close-ups, this isn't, this isn't like me setting up a vacuum form machine and then hammering my way through, ham-fisting my way through making a mold yeah. and trying to kick out Four good ramps from twenty sheets of yeah. of plastic yeah, or whatever exactly. these materials are. Yeah, you know I'm running, I'm shooting twenty trying to get four.
2: Yeah, I good. Yeah, I would say these guys have been at it for for a bit.
1: Yeah, so yeah. my bet is if I had if I was a betting man, they they've done this and they're just starting to do some drug sales. Yeah, that's my bet. That's probably the case. Probably the case. So yeah, Rampomatic, check them out. I mean, if you've got some more non-mainstream esoteric kind of off the wall type games Gotlib, the Gotlib system what was it Gotlib system three games uh, some of the less popular and i say less popular not because they're not fun or people don't like them you're just not
2: getting part support yeah. less popular in terms yeah. of
1: part support games yeah. check them out see if they got ramps it'll
2: help you out oh that's cool yeah it's, that's that's good that's a good one for the notes right there yeah. there's a lot more than what i just read off there's a there's oh, I was looking through here. the site. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got ramps for all kinds of games. Yep, for sure. So Brent, I heard a rumor. Uh-oh. Yeah. And uh, this is this is the segment of the show where this is fun to talk about. Okay. I, I have, uh, I've been past some news and I've been sitting and on this. And this. this is new to me because it, it just says in the notes, I heard a rumor. Yes. Yeah. It's, I heard a rumor. And so uh, this news came to me uh, a bit earlier today and I've, as you were talking through the rally X repair and then the board swapping on the Pac-Man and everything like that, it just, it made me think oh, this is going to be perfectly timed, <laughs> but uh, I I've heard a rumor that, that there is going to be a Pac-Man slash miss Pac-Man testing device that will plug into the debug header on the Pac-Man PCB and allow you to load either the Pac-Man or the Miss Pac-Man ROMs onto an SD card and play, r- operate the board with no game ROMs installed whatsoever, taking the game ROMs and the sockets and, and all of that, all, you know, oh, all of that wow. connectivity out of the loop. And it 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 is primarily intended for, well, it would be intended for two use cases. Number one, for troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if this could potentially work on a Rally X due to the similarities. Uh, there, it it uh, Pac Man Miss Pac is a single
1: board with yep. that header down yep. one of the long sides. Yeah, Rally X is basically saw that in half and then jumper it with uh, three sets of ribbon cables it, and then yeah. then fold it over yep. on itself. It's yep. it, as much as I've had that board apart. I
2: don't think it has a test header. Oh, on it. It, it does. I didn't. I didn't know, but I just knew from from them being no. similar. Uh, didn't know. Okay. All right. Well, that answers that. But at least from a pack and a mispack perspective, it just could aid in troubleshooting, or it could allow you to run the board like a suspect board with um, without having to either number one do some repairs to it, or number two, you could run the board in the most in, in the most power efficient manner possible. The rumor that I have heard, because I heard a rumor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm that, very interested yeah, in this
2: rumor. <laughs> is is that this uh this could actually be uh be sold on Amazon as well. Oh so yeah. So uh there's there's potential mass market uh there's potential mass market capabilities around this. So anyway.
1: So uh, I'm very interested in this because amongst my billion other projects, I have several Pac-Man boards that I've always wanted to, to go through. Uh-huh. I've got I've got about three or four of them myself. And that yeah. that just instantly takes a portion of it off the table
2: that's exa- see that's it and i was so well that's one of the reasons i had rant, railed on about
1: these two uh these 284 and 285 uh uh-huh. uh original
2: chips yeah b- before they did the daughter boards yeah because it makes it easier to work on the board yes yes anyway so because i heard a rumor I'll have to uh, verify the rumor. I'll have to verify and then revisit this, and we'll see if this actually comes to fruition. But I was really excited when I heard a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) When I heard a rumor, yes, exactly. All right, so so we'll we'll take the rumor segment and park that off to the side. But I I was I I was highly interested in in that once uh, once hearing about it. There's just a couple of other things that I wanted to mention here, Brent. And this is something that. that just really put a smile on my, on my face. And I know we've been talking about the 2600 here a bit uh, on the, on this show. But the newest uh, game drop at the Atari Age Store just happened like uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And what is, what is I think, notable about this, Brent, is these are all homebrews, okay? A mixture of brews. Well, they're all homebrews. But a mixture of original games and arcade ports, champ games. He's got two games listed in this drop. So uh, they did all this at once. They, uh, yes. Atari age did all this. It's 21 games here, man. Oh, I counted the, 17. He, so yeah. you, there must be more than what you just had the pictures of. Yeah. It's uh, see C2, four, two, four, six, eight. Yeah. It's two rows of 10 plus one at the bottom is what it is. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. oh i don't I, wait, hold on you i gotta didn't scroll
1: i didn't scroll uh, yeah, i'm looking at the scroll, scroll bar oh my yeah. gosh
2: <laughs> yeah and so so like to the titles uh gorf arcade and then quicks uh which i guess is kind of a play on kicks those are those are two that champ games released we've got oh, they spelled it qyx yeah champ oh. he, champ does a play on spelling on all, of, on, oh, that's on all the games Funny. yeah that's great and um and then we've got a Atari 7800 version of Keystone Capers, uh, Atari 7800 version of Popeye. Uh, I mean, it, it's just—I I mean, there's just some some really really good titles here. The Pac Man 40th Anniversary Collection. I mean, it's just some good good stuff. And Atari Age does these drops once a year, and I, I you know I'll start following this a bit closer. But um, this is one of those this is one of those times where uh, the you know the the game about this time of every year, Atari Age does this drop because these are all the games that they had available for sale or debuted at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo back in you know the October November timeframe. So if you're into the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, uh, and I, Brent, I know you you love the console. I dearly love the console as well. And you're looking for some uh, from for some new Atari Twenty Six Hundred games, man. Atari Age, you can't you can't beat it. Uh, You just got to get your wallet ready because uh, they are a little pricey. I'm just surprised. So they do this every year. Every year. Yes. Sometimes multiple. Sometimes they'll have multiple drops, but if they do have multiple drops, then like three or four of the drops may be for the Jaguar where they do homebrews for the Jaguar or they do homebrews specifically for, let's say like uh, the 8-bit computers, something like that. But I mean, Atari Age is legit. Oh, I know they are. <laughs> they I'm just are kind legit. of shocked
1: they would drop so much at uh-huh. one time because that's, it makes how, it. That's how Albert does it. Okay. I mean, if that worked, he, there must be a reason. It must work. It must work because I would think that if somebody was on, uh, you know, just on the ball, ready to go for new Atari games, that's that's a hard pill to swallow. If if Instead of spacing it out.
2: Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? I does mean, that make sense? It does. It makes perfect sense. I would think that you would space it out and do, do one or two a month over the course of a year, but that's not how Albert does it. He just drops them all at one point and just, boom, so, mic drop and so just lets it go. once stuff is available, do they tend to stay available? Like yeah, it, it does. It, yeah, it, okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Um, you may run into a situation where if you want a boxed game, that you may have to wait on that, or uh, you may not... You Wind, you may wind up not getting a box game but the cartridge games the the, the not if you if you're okay with the game being non-boxed you just get a cartridge and an instruction manual and then whatever else that comes with it like you know for 7800 maybe or 5200 maybe an overlay or something like that if you're okay with that then the games are available almost indefinitely but if you want them boxed then you you kind of have to you kind of have to hop on it and get them get them on on the first wave if at all possible. So, anyway, I, I love the 2600 and it, it, and it's not like I go and purchase 21 games. It, you know, I, I don't I don't buy everything that drops. But like the champ games I'll get. Uh, you know, the Keystone Capers game, I'll definitely get cuz that that's a that looks like a really well done, you know, Activision port. So, is yeah, Galaxian see. Champs games? Uh, it's, I don't I, see a spelling you know that's a good question. I don't think it is, but I'd have to go back and look. Let's, let's see if I can. No, look. I mean I just I was just curious. That is not that is not a champ game. I, I can tell already by looking at the box that okay. is not a champ game. So um, yeah, and like on the last drop, he he had like ladybug arcade, and I think there's. Um, I there do you? like me some Galaxian,
1: but I also have a Galaxian. Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I and get I do that. like
1: me some Gorf, but.
2: No, you got, you got to also gore. have a gore. Yeah. You've got a gore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm uh, i I'm good. I, I, I like champs games. I like supporting them. So I, I'll definitely pick those up. And then uh, last, but certainly not least, I did want to make note of this because I, I thought this announcement was really interesting uh, Stern pinball has named, (laughs) they've named a chief technology officer. It's a, it's, it's a uh, lady by the name of Erica. Her uh, her last name is from Erica from, and, uh, Erica is, uh, from the gaming industry. Uh, she's got quite the resume. Uh, I won't go into, into all the, all the backstory on there. I'll have in a show note, I'll have in the show notes, a link to the business wire article that, that announces this, but, um, it, it It's interesting because she's uh she seems to be very well credentialed she holds uh, business uh, she holds degrees in business physics and electrical engineering from the University of Colorado and lake Forest college so she's she's obviously very educated uh, on uh, you know, on on these topics and in the field that she that she's in but you know I, I found this I found this particularly interesting because the new president and CEO uh, not Gary Stern but Seth Davis, it made this announcement about a new CTO at Stern, and uh, you know, Brent, I bring this up because it, it looks like Stern is really they're, they're they're in a growth mode here, and I if for them to po- appoint a, a chief technology officer, you know, it means that, to me it means that they're they're making big investments in the technology stack there, you know, the the Business Wire article references uh, insider connected and, you know, insider. I'm sorry, insider connect and what they're doing, you know, what they're doing there and, uh, and, and how that's, uh, you know, how that platform is is going to continue to grow. So I, I guess we just have to have to wait and see, but, uh, yeah, it, it sterns growing up on us, man. And that's, I mean, that's good. I mean, that's good. This, it, it, this is great to see. I, I just, I was just, uh, it just kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, well I mean,
1: I'm kind of surprised, but kind of not that they don't have a, a CTO. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I think of a CTO, CTO is driving the the technological direction for the and company and, and strategy, strategy for the strategy company. For the
2: company, yeah.
1: Um. So I'm kind of surprised that they do or don't or yeah. didn't. Yeah, because of the size of the company. Because I think yeah. CTO, I'm thinking larger corporation, yes, like definitely. Fortune 500, Fortune 500, yeah. But in larger, yes. Um. Not to say that, that that's a title or a position strictly for Fortune 500 or Fortune 1000 companies. No, 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 no no no, no, yeah. no, no, no. But, uh, so I can see them, but I'm kind of surprised that they already didn't have, especially yeah. when you consider the Insider, Connect Insider Connect and all, connected and all that. Know, the things
2: they've done here in the past couple of years. So, yeah. Well, I, I guess maybe the, the best way for me to say this is I'll say that Stern has done remarkably well for not having somebody in that role. I'm sh- me personally. I'm sure a lot of it has fallen to George Gomez and, and the team that that he worked with for Insider Connected, but uh, the, the the Business Wire article, uh, you know, they, it 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 noted that. Um, that Stern worked with the company that Erica started. I think it's called, uh, let's see, I'm looking through uh, this 01 here. O1 Insights. O1 o- o- Insights, exactly. Uh, worked with O1 Insights on the Insider Connected platform. So I, I, I'm i going to uh, intuit or assume here that Erica kind of jumped over from O1 uh, to Stern, simply because she had so much integral knowledge on the platform, and it probably made sense for her to assume this role. So, I, I it seems again, it seems like Stern is in is in a good growth mode. I I hope that w- that this brings Insider connected to more platforms like mobile like mobile devices, uh, tablets, things like that. Um, it's just not always web based like it is right now. And, and that we see some uh, we see some changes around, you know, how how Stern is going to approach, uh, let's say, just interfacing with, uh, you know, with the rest of the of the technology industry with uh, Insider Connected. So I guess they're probably at this precipice where it makes sense to to put somebody at the helm to drive the larger scale strategy now that they've grown to well, like an inflection point. And I don't mean this in a negative way. They've
1: they've fallen into the IOT world internet of things world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I, my bet is, is that it's going to take more than it's that. Gonna, th- yeah. They're, they're going to drive deeper into that. They're yeah. going to, th- there's a lot of, there's a lot of technology that, that is just out there in the world that, that they could take advantage of that. They just haven't, haven't and they, yes. they need somebody from the out I don't, uh, I hesitate to say from the outside, but, but from industry, from industry, there yes. you go. They yeah. need somebody from industry that, that can figure out how to marry, yes. marry what they do yes. with what the public walking yeah. into a venue does or Ex- somebody exactly. that that wants a game in their house. Yeah. So yeah,
2: I, I would agree. Well, I, I think it's, I think this is a, a good move in the right direction. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what, you know, what Stern does with this and, and how Erica kind of kind of matures retools slash matures uh, insider connected for whatever the next generation of that platform is going to look like so uh, with that brent that's uh that's it I think that brings us uh, pretty much to a close of what what has turned out to be a rather it has a rather long ep- episode for uh, for coming back so a couple show notes here of course little arcade expo March
1: 10th through the twelfth Thank you, uh, Joe and Corey again for spending some time with us this evening, bringing us up to speed, talking to us about the show and we will see everybody there. Mm-hmm. Come check us out. Definitely. We're going to have a booth at the show again, broadcasting a uh, seven to whenever Friday, uh, PM Eastern, uh, Friday and Saturday night. Check social medias. um, uh, drive by Whitney's house. It'll be painted oh, on yeah, the side yeah. of the house, yeah, I'll, the I'll put, URL for the, yeah, I'll yeah. put
2: a, I'll put out a wavy arm, man. And yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll have a sign. <laughs> so yeah, don't you good. be disparaging my wavy arm oh, guy. No, I love them. Oh. I wish I had five of them. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, uh, keep a, uh, keep an eye out and an ear out for our URL. So you can, uh, uh jump in and, and listen to, all that's going on at Louisville Arcade Expo live from the show floor. also wanted to mention that the Music City Multicon, uh, their dates for 2023 has been announced. That's October 27th through the 29th, 2023. Uh, of course, Whitney and I will be there unless Dave gets sick of us and he tells us no. So <laughs> <laughs> make plans for that. That's possible. Uh, uh, make plans for that. It. This year's show, the the keep me honest. We need the November. It's uh no last year. Oh, 20, last year the twenty
2: twenty two show. Uh, it's, that it's, was that was uh Halloween weekend. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's,
1: sorry, sorry everybody. It's a it's been a long work day, and we've been recording quite a while. Yeah, I, I'm trying to make it to the end here. <laughs> uh, it was phenomenal. It was a huge leap, and um. There might be some rumors floating around. It sounds like it's going to be another quantum leap ahead. Yeah. for twenty twenty three. It sounds so like it's going to be good. Start on Nashville for October. All right, Whitney. With that,
2: yep. Where are we at? Uh, you can you can find us on all of our, I guess our social media platforms. We're available at Facebook, uh, Facebook dot slash broken token, Twitter at broken token. And then a website, uh, broken and, uh, gosh, as far as podcast platforms go everywhere, everywhere. I mean, seriously, if you're listening to us already, you found us. Yeah. I mean, Apple has
1: us, stitcher has us. Google play has us. Our heart radio has us. Yeah. yeah. We're I mean, everywhere.
2: It is. Yeah. The show is available literally everywhere. So it's, it's a quick search and, uh, and we should turn up, but yeah, with that, thanks everybody for hanging with us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, We will check in with you all again at the Louisville Arcade Expo. And until then, we say keep your quarters clean and game on.
0: Congratulations. You made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with. Since Whitney is my dad, I'll be nice and get on to the closing business. Please visit our website at Brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast.brokentoken.com or use the contact page on the podcast website. You can call us at 470 2 bt. that's 470-222-5528, and leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token, and like our Facebook page at facebook.com broken token. Brett and Whitney are always posting up new content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and just about any other podcast directory you can think of. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review wherever you found the show, as the reviews help us in search rankings and visibility. Once again, thanks for listening, and as my dad always says, keep your quarters clean and game on!
4: Some of the other, uh, unique or more unique. What? What terrible grammar I just did there. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of editing will make sure that never yeah, happens. That oh out. no, it's it's cool. If you yeah. want to leave it, it's fine. It's <laughs> it's all me.
2: Have you guys seen the Tetris documentary on Netflix by any chance? No. You don't have, have Netflix? Is it good? Oh yes, yes it is good. Yeah it's it's about the it's about the the competitive scene for Tetris and it it follows like four or five people as they go up to the world world champions. Is it anything like Full Contact Minecraft? No, it's not like (laughs) that. I don't want to. I'm
4: excited (laughs) about all these things. I know nothing of them.
2: (laughs) Full
3: Contact Minecraft.